everybody, it's Goats Rappel, and you're listening to Barreled Surf Podcast. Okay, welcome to Barreled Surf Podcast. Namu here with you on a beautiful Sunday. Beautiful July day in uh, the southwest of Western Australia. It's not usually like this it, uh, in the southwest at this time of year, but it's a pretty nice day out there. I don't think the surf's any good, so don't worry about that. Great to be here. We're not in the shed quarters today, but we are in another location, a secret bunker, secret barrel surf, surf podcast bunker. And as usual, I have across from me T-Bone Yolden. How are you, mates? Good, mate. Perfect weather to watch sport, sport and sport. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of sport going on, isn't there? We'll talk about that shortly. And to my left, Ads Kennedy, frother extraordinaire. How are you, mates? Good, mate. I am frothing as usual. Uh, yeah, exciting little uh, team we got here this afternoon. Um Mates, yes. yeah, you, you did say it was a beautiful day out there. It's a beautiful winter's day. I just went beautiful down to Smith's Beach and uh, it's about 38 knots out of the west-northwest and uh, about 20 <laughs> yeah. foot. But uh, I had yeah. fun running around the creek with the boys so, and the dog was loving it. But uh, yeah, mate, we do have a very special guest. And who is that guest, it. mate? Well, I can tell you it's uh, a good friend of all of ours. We've, I've, I've known Dan, I think, for a number of years. We've got Mr. Dan Wire. Now, a little bit about Dan. He is a photographer. He's a former, co- former, former, or still, former, for, former Coastal Watch surf reporter. For years and years, he's a self-styled super hunter of elusive waves, General Froffer, Mr. Dan Wire. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me here, boys. Woo-hoo. Yeah, Dano. Stoked to have yeah. you on board, mate. We've talked a little bit over the year, over the, well, however, however long we've been going about getting you on board, because we see you down at various events and all the rest of it. But um, yeah, yeah, thanks for coming on board, mate. Tell us a quick bit about yourself. Oh, I've uh, been living in the area for oh, 20 odd years, 22 years or something like that. Took my time getting here. Uh, came from a family of small business owners that moved around the East Coast before I finally uh, made the shift over here, chasing chasing waves with a couple of good mates. And uh, yeah, and that was it, you know, just got here and he had everything for me you know the waves the the lifestyle the you know it had had women had uh <laughs> so, yeah. i'd spent a bit of time they're in south oz gone. before that they're all gone <laughs> oh, yeah, not many women in south oz no nah, well that's it so i was out there like jesus i did a year out there in south oz first and then i was like yeah this has got the waves it's got everything else and then uh got here and i went wow this is this is sort of you know mid late 90s and i was like wow this place is pretty rad so yeah just just uh Set up here and, um, yeah, been loving it ever since. This is home. Nice one, mate. T-Bone. You're pretty handy on the surfboard, um, Dan. And uh, now I forgot to mention, finalists for the Twin Fin Tango. You been yeah. out in the 20 lately? I have. I've sort of converted. I've pretty, I just came back from a month up north. And uh, I think I rode, I rode a quad twice and the rest of the time was on the 20. So, yeah, just loving the speed of riding Twin Fins. Uh, just that, you know, that entry speed and it's, it's something you just, you know what it's like. You just transition to. Like lower. a mid-length? Yeah, a bit of both. I've six, got a self, self-shaped 6.0. So I was jumping oh, between shorty. that. That's what yeah. you rode at a twin fin, huh? That's right. Yeah. yeah. And then I just got a Bill Van, uh, this guy in Quarmup, Bill Van Vliet, Van Vliet oh. Surfboard, this old bloke right. up there. And he shaped me a really nice 6.6 with a nice uh, swallowtail with the keels in it. 
And yeah, that that one, that was hard to get off. Like I thought, oh man, I'm going to save this for the good bigger days. But it, basically, it just became an all rounder. I just couldn't get off it once I you yeah, know started it. riding it. And oh, went I know a few of my mates uh, around our age group are just finding a bit of a yeah. fresh lease on life on these sort of mid length twins. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, they look good, mate. Uh, one thing that I've always liked about Dano. Um, we're probably, uh, it's a bit harder for me now with kids, but we used to be of cut of the same cloth where, mate, given any weekend or or not even just a weekend, but you'd drive maybe an hour, two, three hours away to some very out-of-the-way, fickle location. Usually it's cold and blah, 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 and, mate, you'd always bump into Dano down yeah. there. He's an <laughs> ultimate stealth hunter of out-of-the-way waves, and, uh, yeah, that's what I th- I really like about Dan. He's always... Oh, there's some funny times there. I remember just cruising down some track and I'd see your old blue Navara just <laughs> duck off up the other way. We're like, fucking, there's ads yeah, up there. It's like, uh, we'd bump into <laughs> each other. It wasn't even surprising. It was like, hey, Dan. Yeah, yeah. And then we're just like, mate, you know what? We should just start calling each other before we go on these missions and uh, save on some fuel. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which we did, and it was had some good times. Yeah, so. yeah, nice. And he's uh, he's definitely uh, yeah, uh, he's an accomplished surfer, um, you know, and he he's hunting it still. He doesn't have kids, so he's still on the mega hunt trail. I've been slowed a little, trying to slow the froth down a little bit these no, days. No, yeah, ne- never try yeah. to slow the froth down, mate. If you don't have to, don't do it. No, see, I know. <laughs> How many times a week do you surf down generally? Ah. Uh, I'd not counting at the moment because it's yeah difficult at the yeah moment. generally well, you know probably oh, you know four or five times a week oh, kind of thing solid yeah. big numbers for a family man yeah. big numbers yeah <laughs> no wonder you're ripping if even off the down top here there. with the conditions like they've been oh at the moment I'm not I actually just come back from up north and I um, managed to come back with a little friend a uh, fungal infection in my ear oh lovely so yeah I've been fighting that Ooh. and then I actually had a surf back last week on Tuesday that good offshore day. So just infection. getting the good ear, good ear with the old, the, the the ear was coming good, and then I perforated my good ear. Oh, so, oh. yeah. You've had um, have you had surfers ear? I ops have too? had surfers ear. I thought yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. So you've you got ear issues, obviously. I've got ear issues. Yeah. How so do you pick up a fungal? Don't we all? Yeah. I've never had. I've never had a surfers ear. Who's here has had surfers ears? Aqua ops? ear. Yeah, yeah. Last 20 I've, years. I've had my left ear cut off and then drilled out. Yeah. 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 Have you that's had? That's what they used to do. They yeah. actually cut that's your ear that, off. That's what they did with me as well. <laughs> and then they drill it. Yeah, yeah, right. But yeah, I mean, I just got a bit complacent up north. I was just going, ah, I'm fine. What, were you, you surfing a river mouth or something? Or? No, nah, just, just a normal reef break. The water up there, I think it's just got a lot of natural bacteria and stuff in it, like yeah, tropical yeah. water. How far north? Coral spores and stuff like that? Uh, up around Coral Bay area. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Coral and Bay then, spores. Uh, and the water just gets trapped in there and then it yeah. Yeah, turns nasty. Yeah, it's hard to get rid of when you got surfers here because you just can't get anything to go in there like the drops and stuff. I've, yeah. I've been on the same program for years as T Bone mentioned the swimmers ear drops. Yeah, because it always gets stuck in my head, and I, I wear a hoodie a lot. Yeah, um, even in summer, so I think the wind helps there. But uh, You're yeah, surfers here, man, you, you got to do it, eh? Oh, for sure, for sure. So Dan, uh, Coastal Watch, mate, you uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, yeah, I, uh, I scored a gig there. This is back in like the, what would have been like the early 2000s. I didn't even, hadn't really messed around with the internet back then. Just uh, ended up with a laptop. A mate of mine, Andrew Stark, who's the CEO of, uh, of uh, the WSL now. Yeah. He was the guy Australia. that rescued the wuzzle. That's it. Yeah, he's a good mate of mine. Uh, oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, inside scoops coming <laughs> yeah. up here, boys. Guess who's coming on the podcast? Sure. Well, <laughs> he, he was just in town, but in, uh, in yeah, no, he, he phoned me up and he's like, "Mate, 
there's this website and they need a surf reporter in WA. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, fuck, I haven't even got a computer. So I <laughs> managed to score this old laptop. This is like 2002, I think it was, and had dial-up and just managed to start doing some surf reports. And then sort of, it was getting paid for it. It was getting paid all right. And I thought, oh, I'll just stick in there and do this every morning. And then, um, yeah, continued on and built my way up with working for those guys, started doing forecasting and then through the glory days when there was a bit of money around, it was getting money for videos and photos. It was like 40 bucks a photo that got published, uh, money per word. So it was, it was a good little gig there. And uh, It's not a lot of money, but you were out there doing the exact same fucking thing anyway. So that's you might it. as well take your 40 bucks when <laughs> you can it. You were know, yeah. still there. Doing yeah, that's just definitely. for the photos, not for the reports. Yeah, yeah. So I drove the passion for sure. Yeah, and then you used to have to clean the cameras when they came yeah. in too, didn't they? And I still get... do a bit of that. Like oh, the, web, the webcams, yeah. I'll go oh. down there and give them a bit of a wipe for surf long. <laughs> do you? Yeah, the surf line. Yeah, it's an easy, oh. flick, easy point that for one. that. Mate, yeah, yeah. I've heard that there's a new surf line camera at looking at rabbits or something. Is that true? No, it's it's looking down at shallows. Oh, is it? Yeah, I, know, I think I there heard. was a bit of a debacle there. They they set it up, and uh, when they first set it up. It, uh, it was actually, they panned it right out and it was angling down just in the corner of the screen. You could see rabbits. Yeah. And I, I said, I actually said to them, mate. Hey, for the folks who don't know, what is Coastal Watch? What was it originally set up for? Um, it was basically set up on the East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> Not just watching coast, but. No, it was, it was just set up to, you know, give better access. Surf to reports, seeing, right? Surf reports, surf reports, mainly surf report based. Surf and then journalism. Just, um, yeah, and then just the, the web cameras to see the, see the surf. I think, I think web cameras are a great thing because, um, you know, when we're all trying to drive less and, you know, uh, make it, things better for the atmosphere and stuff like that, like if I can wake up in the morning and, you know, look at my phone and actually see the surf without having to drive down there. You know, it's yeah. it's a win-win. So, um, win for the environment. But, definitely. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, but so then there's obviously it. the other factor that you're yeah. creating out. You know, especially somewhere like Rabbit. It's fine for yeah. a reef break, I think, especially yeah. somewhere like Margie's Marnies oh, for where sure. it's like whatever. You, you know from looking at the wind report and the swell probably whether yeah, it's worth surfing. Yeah. Oh, I, but I it, agree. Yeah, you don't want them hovering over elusive beach breaks, that's I, for sure. I agree 100%. And yeah. that's that's why when they did that, it was an accident. So they, they ditched that camera and they moved Cartan it up so it only looks at shallows. Yeah, yeah. So they, okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that was by accident that it oh, actually looked at I rabbits. Heard, I heard um, secondhand reports that Taj was pretty upset that it was yeah. looking at rabbits because he just spent three million dollars on a house to get that view and now everyone had it <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> yeah that's um dan oh, giving surf reports Martin. mate did you ever give any sort of uh smoky decoys oh i was that was my question i was going to be like how many times put your fucking <laughs> hand up sorry <laughs> you know what like i just i always just tried to keep it broad you know like Okay. Like, like you know without naming any spots and all you know but i'd never i'd never lie and say it was Pumping. When it was good, you know, like the wazzle do. Yeah, basically six foot. And but yeah, you know, always, you know, just Newcastle, kept it broad, six foot. Yeah, two foot. Just to give an overview of what was happening, because I mean, I was it was covering a big area as well. Like I was reporting from Margaret River up to Yelling up, so it's yeah. just like, you know, um, and and you learn along the way, especially with the photography and stuff like that. I'm sure you've had the same thing, ads. You know, like you you keep your landmarks out. You you know yeah. you try because you know I've I've made mistakes. Everyone's made mistakes. You know, I've yeah. popped a couple of landmarks in there and pissed off a few people. Same as Coast uh, Surfline just did with putting this camera. You know, like they yeah. like oh shit, but they don't want it. No one wants to piss anyone off. No, nah. 
But people it's do. It's about get. finding a happy balance, isn't it? That's right. So, um, you know, but I, I definitely, um, you know. Yeah, you'd always say exposed breaks are this, or maybe if it was spring, I remember you'd say maybe Hunter Beachy. You'd never give names, but you'd say maybe go looking, you know, good day to look around or yeah. something like that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Mate, um, how long did you end up doing those reports for, roughly? Uh, I was there for, it was a good, like, 18 years or something oh, like that. I was that doing long? the reports. I it was like yeah. 8 or 10 years. No, nah, was I only finished up, when was it, like, 2019, I think it was, and it started yeah, right. in 2002. Wow. So, yeah. So, yeah, ages. It was good, though. Good to get my mornings back. Just the internet, mate, or did you actually get on the radio like how uh, the Thompson used to do? Remember the ABC? Was oh, it Lindsay no, Thompson? That's, that's, was, that's yeah, 90s, Thompson. 80s stuff, mate. Come on. <laughs> I used to love tuning in, but um, did you ever do any like radio <laughs> nah, surf I reports? I didn't. No. Or just was, all internet? The thing I liked about the internet is, um, you know, you, you can be anonymous a little bit, you know, like, I don't know, I was a bit, bit shy. I got approached by the radio a couple of times and I was like, they weren't going to pay me as well so i was just like yeah. oh what no, like we paid you in multiple uh, four packs it, of right? cheeky monkey beer that's real payment beer yeah, in hand that's, that's payment yeah <laughs> no so didn't do the radio Mate. so you go t-bone all right what's the um uh what's some of the uh the best sort of um surf that you that you forecasted like have you actually forecasted or just report yeah on so the actual conditions probably the last five years i was working for them i stepped into a forecasting role yeah for so um for the for WA mainly, but then also like I'd step across and have to do some East Coast stuff to fill in. Um, yes, forecasting the cyclone swells that came through that was pretty exciting. Watching those yeah. and watching those though, you'd always be you'd see them. You didn't you didn't want to mention them too early because you know they always the yeah. models always change they quite change often. Way more than oh, a normal swell. Though. Did you start you, getting really excited and then it you know drifts off the radar. Did you study meteorology, mate, or you're you're a weatherman from way back? Or? I didn't study. Just, it was basically just from looking at the being on the computer so much from an early you know uh, from early on doing the reports like always studying what it was to what was happening so then i sort of figured out something so mate um in all those uh years of giving reports let's be honest dano how many times were you just hung over as a bastard laying in bed <laughs> and just thought I think I can just let this one go to three to the keeper. Looked at the 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 uh, swell boy and the winds and just now, gave, mind, gave a report from bed. Bear in mind this, that nobody listens to this podcast. Yeah. And our mums and a couple of other people that's here. So it. and Dano, Dano, and Dano. Yeah. but this yeah, may or may not have happened. Well, I'll give you a may or may not have happened story. Um, you, you know, thirtieth when I turned thirty was at our party, and um, yeah, I was sitting on my laptop. Back. Palm music still pumping. We got the PA set up. Yeah, people thought I was DJing. It was uh, <laughs> about three thirty, four o'clock in the morning, and yeah. I was—it wasn't even light. But I was like, "I've got to go to bed soon. And I'm not getting up to do a surf report." So I was there typing away. People are dancing in front of me, just like oh. throwing hands in the air, and I'm like, just throwing fist pumps, going, "Yeah, you know." They and I'm just writing a surf report. Four foot. Yeah, that's it. I just need to get it done and that go to bed. Literally, Mate. what Paul Fisher does. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Mate. I mean, you could just say three to four foot. Southeast early, going southerly later. Exactly. Like that covers 80% oh, sure. of a year right there anyway down here, doesn't oh, it? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of days there, yeah, you'd just be, you know, just, yeah, you wouldn't be going to the beach. You'd be looking at the, <laughs> looking at the wind observations as well, boy, and just 
like through bleary eyes just going oh what the yeah, fuck this am I do. no one gives yeah, a shit so today <laughs> meanwhile some poor fucker's driving down from Perth oh. because your surf report <laughs> gets down here it's fucking onshore <laughs> that fucking coastal water well, shout out to the secret harbour masses yeah. <laughs> well they only come down 1.2 metre swell east winds mate well before we move on with the general discussions of a standard um podcast that we're doing we we are going to probe dan a little bit more is that right Namu? yeah i just want to I, I know that um i'm pretty sure after you sort of finished up with coastal watch you did a fair fair sort of trip around odds didn't you is that right yeah well uh actually the trip around odds was a little bit before that but oh, yeah, have that? Done okay. it, done yeah. he's done lots of trips travel. around odds well really. yeah all right done a lot so favorites favorite zone in the country um, obviously that you're allowed to speak about. We're not going to talk about cactus. No. South Australians. <laughs> South Australians don't cactus. like that. 20 kilometres uh, west of Penong. Look for yeah. the second dirt track on the left. That's right. <laughs> Le- leaving South Australia out of it, what's your favourite zone? Just, you know, just as a general vibe. Yeah. Um, it, it, it'd be a toss-up between, yeah, that south coast, New South Wales, and then, yep. um, and then yeah, the South Oz coast, like the the West Coast, we'll just call it. You know, the yeah, fair enough. York's the air peninsula. Fair enough. Well, your favourite uh, must be here because you travelled well, all, and surfed them all, and ended that's up here, right. didn't you? So. Yeah, well, that's it. But other than home, like yeah. you know, those those stretches, like that South Coast, New South Wales, it's it's very similar to here. Lacks yeah. a bit of the swell that we get here, but you got a lot of reefs and it's a lot less crowded than you'd think but there's a lot of coast like in the middle getting more crowded though yeah it is i think it is getting more busier but um as a kid i did a bit of time living over there um so it's always good going back to those places as yeah, well nice. for that, that little um you know that little familiarity of going back to somewhere you first surf when you're a little grommet or whatever you know um down that south coast new south wales yeah, nice. Well, that's a good segue to one question that I usually like to ask anyone, mate. Where was your first clean face, your first clean speed trim? Can you remember it? First, it was actually, I was thinking about this the other day when I heard you ask someone. And I think the first, it was either, I had one little session up at Coolum on the Sunshine Coast oh, where yeah. that happened. Yep. And then the, the proper like speed run where you're just pulling, you know, you, you're lifting your board up and you're trimming down and you're getting that 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 speed that was at uh, green mountain oh yeah yeah so you're a banana bender i yes. thought i always thought you were a banana bender I yeah well that's really where i yeah. sort of you know really started surfing proper like when i was down in yeah. the rumor on the south coast i was on a foamy and we were just kicking around as kids you know it's hardly just riding the foam and stuff really yeah 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 so i'm tipping first tubes probably in the same area can you remember your first tube everyone remembers their first proper one surely yeah it'd probably be like a little beachy like on the south end of the sunshine coast nice little sort of hollow beach break called watala can you remember it first one that you came out of yeah yeah oh i can't remember if we that's it like can you can you call it a barrel if you don't come out? Of course you can. Well, no, I reckon first one that you come out of is the one that I've always. Yeah. That was the start for me. Yeah. Pulled in a heaps of closeouts, but but around there, out that was probably was where different. like I really started to you know, but you know barrels are yeah definitely got tubed up there yeah. up at that Wutala place. Mate, but yeah, go on. Oh yeah, no, you go. You finished? Yeah, up there. No, I want to hear your. Oh no, 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 you finished, mate. Yeah. You're oh no, guest. but then uh, you know. In comparison to here, like, you know, those barrels over there, like, they're all just, yeah, yeah, like, to, to the beaches and some of the, the tubes I've had here is, uh, you know, a bit different. But definitely the best barrels of my life have been on, on in, around here. 
you know. Those so. days are over though. There's no longer any barrels like that. No. So if Dan you're listening in South America or anywhere else, oh, just by the way, apparently we're listening to, we've been listened to in 42 different countries now. So oh, wow. all your countries out there. We love don't, you. Don't come here. We love you though. Yeah, now come good. here for a beer, but just yeah, don't bring your board because no waves. And don't chase our chicks or yeah. our waves. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, um, I've had a couple of listener requests, um, mostly from my mum, yeah. Uh, just wanting to know a bit more about Namu and T-Bone, actually. They said we're, we're asking about everyone else. But they wanted to know about you guys, so I think we should ask them first proper tube. Namu, where was your first one, mate? Shout out to Matt Wisey. He asked this question. Matt Wisey, well, yeah. it's a very, very simple answer to you, And Riley friends. Smith, sorry, uh, chippy team. Yeah, well, Pango Bommy, of course. Pango Bommy, which nice. is an island off Rockingham. No, I... Um, Amazingly enough, I, I think I might have talked about this, but we've we've had a house down in a, a certain bay um, down in the uh, half an hour or so down from here, and um, yeah, since I was about one, so we were down there most weekends. Now, I reckon my first first um, my first nice barrel was probably at um, a, a, a a venue that starts with big and ends in R. Um, not known for its barrels, but I oh, yeah, occasionally gets a pretty good, pretty good, really small swell on a on a north northeast. Gets quite good. The so left there being a goofy, surely. Hundred percent, mate. mate. I've I, seen I, don't, I don't know if I've ever got back. <laughs> <barrel. laughs> I've, I've seen some sensational barrels at that, so I wouldn't say yeah, that's not known yeah. for barrels. Well, but uh, yep. I've seen some really pretty heavy ones and good ones so there. Yeah, so that's probably my yeah, right. my first memorable one there. And you came out clean. How old were you? You reckon? Yeah, oh, probably fourteen, fifteen. Oh, that's pretty good. Fourteen or so. Yeah, you got a few years on me. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I could actually surf when I was younger. I just tended to keep when I turned 16, <laughs> I think. Probably had something to do with the growth spurt. You're coming well, in at 6'4 yeah. and 100 kegs, well, so yeah. <laughs> that might have something to do with it. Are oh. you having a bit of resurgence? So I see your name up on the board, right? As to the nah, uh, mate, no. Nah. It's finalist. Is it over 45s? No, nah, no, nah, nah, nah. Last three cops. Not yeah. true. And uh, what about you, uh, T-Bone? No, first? Actually, I'm second on the uh, on the oh, ratings yeah, at the moment. Whatever, yeah, enough yeah. of that. Yeah, well, you guys brought it up. T-Bone, first Clean tube. This is funny, you know, because um, you know when you were a grommet, when you thought you got tube, you probably didn't, but you come yeah. out and Claim you, pro- the you probably would have just got a little bit of foam around your forehead. The old head dip. So I might have got about would've 50 the tubes as a grommet, but probably didn't even actually get one. Um, yeah. <laughs> I thought Namu would have said Pango Island, which I thought I used to get barreled every surf there. Oh, really? But no. No, there, were, there was definitely little barrels yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Namu was probably um, not talking it up, but he was the the BL, the Barton Lynch of the uh, of the uh, late eighties. Yeah, and so <laughs> you come across to the Pango Bommy, it was like going, you know, like Derek Coda Pipeline. It was yeah. like oh, Namu. you're coming to my house, my man. Is, um, <laughs> mate. Uh, that's a how far off the coast is Penguin Island from Rockingham? It's about a kilometre, I reckon. And has it got a road? Uh, no, no. Well, look, you get when over we, there, a bridge. No. Here's a little bit of a story. When we, when I lived there, T Bone and I became mates at school, and he used to come over on the ferry. So I used to work the ferry every weekend, uh, every couple of hours on a Saturday, every hour yep. on a Sunday. So I would literally do the ferry run, fucking piss bolt over back to the other side of the island to yep. the, uh, the Pango Bommy and yep. surf for an hour, or hour and a bit on a Saturday, and then piss bolt back to the the ferry, do the ferry run. Yep. Um, Piss bolt on a bike. 
No, no, no just run. No bikes, Legging no, it. Okay. no, no vehicles, just running. So all the little Rockingham Groms would come over on the ferry with their well, boards and stuff. If I let them, if yeah, I yeah. let them, mate. <laughs> yeah, so T-Bone and, and I were sort of the uh, the gatekeepers on right. Pengo Bombing wow. for a while. So that's a pretty unique Da-hoo-y. little, <laughs> mate. It was a pretty little we, unique upbringing. We were the purple shorts, you know, for uh, for you know Perth slash Rockingham oh, surfers sick, to, to live on an island and yeah, it's a bit of a it bit was of fun. A, Little paradise around there. Oh, like, I surfed. I used to surf literally every single day in summer. Well, yeah. there was little onshore waves or little, you know, occasionally. Pengo bomber used to go occasional waves, didn't it? T bone. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I mean, at, when you're that young, it was like the best bomby reef around. Like you thought it was amazing. Low tide, you couldn't surf it because it was literally out of the water. Yeah, right. So high tide, you get a little barrel on the right, little barrel on the left. It was fun, mate. And uh, what were your parents doing to maintain a living on that well, island? Well, good question, while we, mate. While we so, there? Well, we've talked about how I was in the northern suburbs as a grime. And um, t- literally two days before I started high school at Korean High School, we got the job at Penguin Island. So All right. moved south and they were doing the ferry, the accommodation and also the shop there. So, All right. What cool. use was that, mate? That was not for, oh, geez. Um... Nine, uh, nine, 90, no, it was Late like 80s. 84 to 88 80s, or something. Yeah. So we were there for th- three and a half years maybe. Late 80s. And my, uh, my wife's family, I don't know if we've talked about this, but they had the little um, bottle shop four square there. At, um, we have. Yeah. On McClarty. So yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Shout out to Marie Wire. She's, uh, mate, she spent more time on the <laughs> beach as a girlfriend happily than probably most girlfriends I know. She... Really loves hanging down the beach watching you surf. Oh, she loves she? it. Absolutely loves it. She's done a good 30 years innings on that beach. Five times a week, pretty much. <laughs> I well, think That's why he surfs so much. Yeah, just a, just a little uh, off, off note thing. Um, Dan, Maria and myself caught up in Falls Creek in like, geez, 2002 or something. I think we might have talked about it then. We are um, yeah, getting some, some snowboarding and stuff in and... Um, I think that might have been. We knew each other a little bit by then. Yeah, but yeah. Because yeah. I knew you from um, back in the Coconut Club days. When the old <laughs> DJ Namu. DJ Namu. I've DJ got some. Uh, I've got some photos lingering around in an oh, old album somewhere. I have to it. pull them out. Stop uh, it. Anyway, we are re- 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 reminiscing. 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 Yes. Oh, yep. I can hell, I've had a couple of beers now. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. So let's move on. Yep. Dan Wire is in the studio with us. Great to have you Hello, here, mate. Well. Okay, so the Olympics, T-Bone, tell me what's going on. Hey, bef- just before we get into the Olympics, oh. Dan, why? Give us a surf report of day one at the Olympics. Yes, perfect. Yeah. Oh. Have you seen this, sir? I did. I watched it this morning for a bit. In two sentences. First, in two sentences, give me a surf First report. day ever of the Olympic surfing this morning, by the way. Yeah, we're, we're pretty much talking um, dribbly one to two foot. Um, Peaky closeouts would be a word that I'd put. Used to use a lot for the Perth uh, surf report. Yeah, because there was a few few corners, few shoulders, but a peaky closeout with a the odd little runner, wasn't it? Wasn't much on offer, but um, it was. I guess it was a uh, very special day. It was. I guess surfing oh, was. is in the Olympics, and um, you know, it was a. Uh, it was history today. It um, was shame the surf wasn't historic. I know. But looking, I was actually having a bit of a look at the, just a look at a little bit of a squeeze at the forecast. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Come on, mate. And it looks How like there's go? a bit of more of a pulse tomorrow, but the winds are looking a bit more onshore, a bit stronger, I think, out of the nor'east, maybe. Typhoon coming, I believe. But then um, after that, there's looks like there's a couple of days of lighter offshore winds. 
yeah. and then the swell's meant to hang around a little bit. It's only a low period. It's like a nine-second period swell that's so coming the, in for the Olympics. the typhoon's just going to be raging onshore, though? No, the I think tomorrow. Swell? I don't know. Like, just the, the quick glance, I had a look at um, a couple of little sites, and, yeah, the, the winds look like they sort of subside a little bit by Tuesday, Wednesday. There was no typhoon swell this morning, that's no, for sure. No, definitely no. not. <laughs> but I think it's maybe tomorrow it's meant to pulse up a little bit. Oh, yeah. and then, was there uh, any upsets in the... Um, any of the results? Today? Well, John John is he came third in his heat. Did he? So he'll go to the repercharge, wow. which is best out of five, and I think the best three progress. He was throwing little air spinners oh. into the flats like he'd never had a knee problem in yeah, the world, no, which I, I thought was impressive. Yeah. It's small yeah. ways, but yeah. John John Florence, nice. friend of Barrel Surf Podcast. He is, yeah. I, I had that down in my notes actually, like yeah. with you and Sorry, your mate. knee injury, but yeah. you know. John John popping air, you know, like yeah, a couple. I was I, I was looking at his knees and I was scared. I was yeah. like, you know, you're waiting for him to come up from the whitewater, clutching at yeah, it or something. Totally. That was heavy. That was wild. Hey, question, boys. You know, with all the Olympic sports, is there any other uh, sport that relies on Mother Nature to to dish out the goods? I was just trying to think. Today. Winter Olympics. Yeah, with the, yeah. no, like just say Summer Olympics. Is it just surfing that relies on Huey? Sailing. So, yeah. yeah. Is there sailing in the Olympics? Heck yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's been in there for a while. I guess you've only got wind, but um, yeah. what I um, what I was... There's not many, though, T-Bone. No, sorry if I not. Sh- sorry if I shot a hole in your sail there. No, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon the pun. Cha-ching. No, I was listening to BL and that uh, Pommy guy on the on the. Oh, who was, who uh, was the Pommy guy? He was pissing knows. you off, wasn't he, yeah. I, I hated how he called John John double world champion. Just call him two times, mate. Two times. <laughs> One thing that I am a, actually a grateful detail, for. Anyway. Commentary. T-Bone, well, you've been hungover this morning, mate. A bit grumpy, were you, mate? <laughs> One thing I am grateful for is that Basil Zemplas is not one of the co-commentators. <laughs> oh, imagine that. <laughs> he seems to be commentating on every other sport, doesn't oh. he? Like yeah. Basil Zemplas at the gymnastics. He's never done gymnastics in his life. He's <laughs> the fucking Lord Mayor of Perth. Get back yeah. to your job, you kook. He wants to do everything, doesn't he? On, on the topic of Olympians, and mate, I love the Olympics. I'm frothing. Started yesterday. You beauty, crank the swimming on. Mate, Australia's generally been good at swimming for years. I, mate, I love the Olympics. It's all, I, yeah. I hate all the sports that have come and stuck on, really, to be honest, like tennis and all this stuff and surfing but whatever but i love the oh. traditional olympics yeah me too and, mate, I, I tuned in for the very first time yesterday afternoon what's the first thing i saw is absolutely ripped like you've never seen ripped before brazilian gymnast gymnast i saw just, him yeah that dude and mate dismount and just bra just the big <laughs> brazo claim i'm like it's the Brazos, it they're claiming, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Olympics and I'm just like, oh, it was just like a uh, classic to see the, fir- my first Olympics Tokyo experience was a Brazo just claiming it in the gymnast. <laughs> what was <laughs> your, um, how was your feelings this morning? Like seeing like the Aussie team in the surfing, like just seeing them on the beach and the whole, did you, did mate, you get a yeah, bit of a was, tingle up the to spine To be honest, it was, it was actually awesome. Like the waves were freaking terrible. If it was any other comp, you would have just no gone, uh, worse than the first day at Newcastle. Yeah, though. I know. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, Newcastle, it was pretty was quite similar. But oh. there was definitely a little bit of like I was having breakfast with the fam, and normally I'm not allowed to have the screens on at that time. But I was like, hey, it's the first ever Olympics. We're going to have this running in the background because it was just a little bit special. Yeah, really. To be yeah, honest, because you'd have like two heroes and then two dudes from that you hardly even had heard. Yeah, like cool. Someone from Germany Bain, or I know that you you champion here. I had a question. I never got to my question. You don't need to yell it. But the <laughs> with the Olympics, there's obviously no waiting period. There's a really tight schedule, and it's going to wrap up in three, four yeah, days. Yeah. Why the fuck are they not in the pool? Yes. 
That is a question I was well, Why are they in well. the pool, Dan? Well, it's two to three foot. Because, because the ISA president said, no way am I having it in the pool. Yeah. yeah. And there's That's a typhoon coming. I mean, that, even if it's six foot and onshore, I'd rather see six foot typhoon onshore gnarly beach breaks than perfect pool. I'm, pool wondering whether, I'm wondering whether the, having it in the ocean is actually going to favour the, the Aussies in, in it because watching it today... Like there was a game, it was a chance, you know, game of luck out there. Yeah. And the Aussies were surfing great. Like, you know, Sally uh, surfed amazing. Steph surfed amazing. Owen was ripping the bag. Owen like, looked real good. Yeah, eh? he looked good. And yeah. um, Jules, no? Jules, I don't, I'd miss Jules as no, he, he, but didn't do I don't think well. he did no, great. No, it wasn't look. Did he, he get was, through? No, nah, no, nah, uh, he's in the okay, repo. Okay, yep. he's gone. But, um, but well, yeah. he's still in. He's in the repo. But uh, I don't know. There's something about Owen, mate. He's such a big dude. But I've seen him on his home turf in like. One foot peeling rights, and he gets out there, and he just his work rate is so high, and powerful, and clean, and smooth. Like Owen looks good. But, um, I, I know the point you were trying to make, Dan, is that if it was in the pool and it's one air section, yeah. I mean, Brazos are going to go to town, but oh, I don't know. Maybe if it's an air section over and over and air. I mean, Owen does big airs. He probably just doesn't find them naturally as the other guys. But yeah, maybe if. But anyway, it's not in the pool, so he gives a shit. Let's not. Go well, down you know, there. my my point is, Adzi, if 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 surfing wants to reach, you know, the the, the broader mainstream, yep. if you had it in the pool, where you know the Gabbies and the Italos could do those big punts, it just might make. A little bit more exciting for people who are non-service yep. to watch. Maybe um, Gabby did a pretty good punt. He did this a morning. In his I just thought yeah. today it, was uh, it was great that world surfing was in the Olympics, but Probably it was just a bit lame. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I mean, in in some ways, where you know, it would have been for the mainstream audience, it would have been a more of a spectacle in the pool. Like um, you would just have flicked the, it to the rowing, mate. Yeah, you would. Have a lot of people would have flicked over, but. For us, you know, we're used to it. We sit there and we listen to the commentators, you know, dribble on and yeah, good down Barton on there. <laughs> yeah, Barton's good. Barton was great. He did a good job of yeah. standard BL, keeping us guys happy, know everything about everything, while still throwing in a little bit of catering for audience that's maybe never watched it before. So yeah, explaining yeah. it. It's yeah. um, mate. One thing I did notice in the uh, build up to the women's thing with all the little uh, you know, backstories and that they do, mate. Um. Sally Fitzgibbon is smoking hot. It's like, I was like, wow, she's looking She good. is a sponsor's dream. <laughs> yeah, I'll put mate, it that way. Like a, I always thought way. Steph was the hottest, but they have so, so is off. Julian Wilson. He's a sponsor's dream as well. We, yeah, you yeah. Know. And Julian um, Wilson's quitting. Well, yeah. We'll Take talk about that in a little okay. bit, but we are going to move on from the, from the Olympics and have a little break. But first of all, T-Bone, Dan, what's your name? Adam yep. and myself, gold medal, women... Man, no conversation. Just tell me who you think. Go to Adzi first, mate. Adzi? Gabby Medina. Women? The women, yep. <laughs> <laughs> he does shave his pits. And uh, because she's looking hot, Sally Fitz. T-Bone. Rio Wider. Ooh, Ooh. Go the Indos. Fuck, he tears the back out of it, doesn't he? he does. Wouldn't that be a good use? Rio and, That'd be uh, pretty cool. And ladies. Tatty. Tatty, Ooh. okay. Dan? I'll, I'll have to go with Sally as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd just love to see her win it. She's just such an athlete. Yeah. It'd be so good for her, and, and, and she's surfing great. And then uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Ads there with uh, Gabby. Yeah, okay. Thanks, thanks, Dan Wire, special guest on the podcast. I have got a little bit out of left field uh, for my winner. 
Um, I'm going for the big Skeletor. I'm thinking Wright's going to take the chocolates. So then it's going to get bigger. I think he. I think he's just going to go take the Olympic gold, and then off he is. Off he goes. I reckon he's going to do a similar thing to Jules. He's, uh, you know, his his race is going to be run with the Olympics, and uh, obviously he's got some head issues. And yeah, and also I think Sally. I think it's going to be a one two one Australia gold. Yes. Come on, the Aussies. Okay, I've got to ask you a question. Go on, mate. Over the last couple of weeks, you've seen them promote the uh, the, the Olympics, you know, Team Australia. And, that, and that really weird. Yeah, Eric Ganges. And I, I didn't really think much of it. And I was actually listening to Swellings this morning. And I, I didn't even know it actually spelt Eric Ganges. But the surfing Australian team team name is Eric Ganges. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys fucking think of that? That's weird. I think Steph Gilmore chose it. Yeah, I think one Where of them the chose it. Where did that come from? Do they just hey, coming Dan, in with a sting? I guess yeah, you must um, coming sting, know this know. one. I thought they were a northwest uh, killer. They're like a jellyfish, deadly miniature yeah. jellyfish, but I'm assuming they're on the north east coast as well, and that's why they're familiar enough with for Steph to choose them. Is that right? Or I'm pretty sure i'm not exactly i know they got the know, box jellyfish sure, up there sure. yeah i'm pretty sure but yeah. uh yeah i'd well, say well, they, they must have do. to be, sure they'll they have to be have. up on the barrier reef as well I got, yeah. yeah you don't yeah. really get them any further north here than um occasionally get them drifting down to south, Barrow. just south yeah but Barrow it, island i know um pete arnold shout out to yeah, arnie he did. He who's did. a hell surfer from this area works he goes all right on barrow island um and was surfing up there and he was a super fit and healthy dude and he got nailed by one and, uh, mate, yeah, it's nearly died. It's well, pretty crazy. Oh. I reckon if he wasn't such a uh, fit young stallion of a human. <laughs> he's then a he, fit uh, young stallion. Yeah, he? well, yeah, he's, uh, he would have been a goner. So. Shout out also to J.A., one of my uh, favourite people in the world, John Arnold. Who calls the fucking Australian surf team Irrigangis? Mate. mate, they're out to paralyse their All right. opponents. All right. So and we're going to just wrap up the Olympics quickly. forehand slices. <laughs> and we are going to go to a quick break. How are you, Adzi? Oh, I'm pretty good, mate. How are you, Namu? I'm a little bit sad today, Adzi. Oh, you're a bit sad, mate. What's going on? A little bit sad, yeah. I, uh, I've just been watching that. Do you remember that old documentary? It's like a movie as well. I think it's called Gorillas in the Mist with Diane Fossey, the, you know, the gorilla expert. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, she went and lived in the Congo or something with the, with yeah, the big, yeah. with the silverback gorillas. Yeah, what, yeah, why, just, what, what happened? It's just a bit sad, mate. Just the environmental destruction that's happening around our planet and that's a, a fairly good indicator of all the all the bad stuff that is happening, mate. So the gorillas are losing their habitat. Yeah, yeah, and you know, because we because we enjoy a cheeky monkey beer, the whole gorilla thing just got me a little bit upset, mate. All oh, right, well, mate, I've got something that might put a bit of uh, bounce back in your step, mate. What? Spritz back in my step? What do you mean? Well, mates, uh, cheeky monkey beer have bought out their annual silverback Russian Imperial Stout, aged six months in red wine barrels. It's an absolute ball terror of a stout. What? I know, uh, mate. Comes in at twelve percent. Oh uh, you can't even get it in a can. It's such a special release that uh, you get it in a wine bottle that has a handmade wax seal off the off the uh, on the lid there, mate. Bloody dark. And mate, you know what? What? Let's crack one open right now. We can become gorillas in the pit. On the piss. Gorillas on the piss. Gorillas on the piss. Go Go cheeky monkey. Go cheeky monkey. All right, so uh, we've done that, and uh, that's a new thing on the podcast. That was new. Well, it's good. I like it. Yeah. Just leaving yourself a bit of room. Our sponsors, Cheeky Monkey, said, uh, 
hook us up with our middle middle sort of episode sort of thing. So yeah, that's uh, cool. That's all, yeah. yeah, we'll just jam them in anywhere, mate. I'll do anything. Stop the recording, or yeah. No, I just kept going. Okay. Um, flying by the seat. So, T Bane, I'm curious to hear what you think about Jules's uh, or, or Joyce's uh, decision to finish up on the Wazzle. Wow. You're our Wazzle man. What's your thoughts there? Everyone's been talking about Julian Wilson over the last couple of years. I mean, every every surfing podcast, every critic. I think. Oh right, well, let's not do that then, because we don't want to be like everyone else. No, carry on. Uh, <laughs> I think he's just had a gutful. I, I think um, mentally he's just had enough. Uh, he's not retiring. He's just having a break. So, it's is it surprising? Probably not at at this time, you know, with with what's happening around the world, and you know, he's got a young family, and uh, yeah. I would say that he's he's been looked after by his sponsors. So, was he though? Because he lost Hurley. Well, he's still got Red Bull, I think. So yeah, okay. I don't think he would give up competitive surfing if he didn't have another income coming in. Um, I think it's a good move. I think he he needs a break uh, from it all, and I, and I I think he's had sort of the weight of uh, of you know the next Australian World Champion on his shoulders for quite a few years, and uh, yeah, I think he's got the skills to do it. But it's probably a good move just step away and uh, spend some time with the family, and um, and hopefully we'll. I'd like to see him back in a jersey again. Yeah. Okay. Next question. This is to you, Dan. You 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 followed the Wazzle a lot a bit, obviously. Yeah. Um, is there a future for the Wazzle in the current format? Oh, it's rocky ground, but isn't it? It's um, I I think it'll all depend on where this pandemic takes us, you know, next year. But um, I can see it. I think I think it will continue. Um, how they're going to go in Mexico, and with the rest of it, I think they will finish this year off. Yeah, and it'll be a you know it it'll be a good thing and and it'll be a shining light for them to do that. But then yeah, next year I think we're going to see a whole new lot of guys. I think you are going to see like your Ace Buckins fall off and Owen might drop out. Julian, you know, a lot of those guys have got families and stuff. It's going to be harder for them, but it might just bring a lot new fresh young talent in, and yeah, uh, it'll be yeah. different. Um, and Is they he- might reformat next year to. I had it on. Good authority that they were trying to run more events in Australia. Yeah, okay. They well, someone just know. because of the COVID situation. Yeah, well, they but it's all going Pete Tong now, anyway. So. That, but then the 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 the, uh, the other half of the WSL that is based in the states didn't want to push for uh, more events yeah. here. They wanted to continue it over there. But um, but whether that's something they'll do, you know, like set the tour, shorten it a bit, and then run it. You know, in in one area might be a winner for him. Yeah, no, quite. Yeah. Um, but so what about? Uh, <laughs> you got to be on the microphone, mate. You can't. You know, oh, it's just so, walking off. So cooked. He did get uh, pretty distracted for a pretty good reason there. Uh, We've brought out the big, big uh, cheeky monkey silverback stout, which we're about to enjoy. So, yeah. Um, yeah. What's your thoughts on the the final day format, Dan? Because I, I, I yeah. A lot of people are completely bagging the shit out of it. And, um, yeah, I'd like to hear what you think about that. Yeah, uh, I think, you know, it's it's kind of hard. You know, like the – I feel like there needs to be a – what do you call it? A preliminary, uh, like a, a, a year's winner before then kind of thing because it's hard. Like, you know, Gabby could be so far ahead he's won the title, but then he loses it on the last day, which is pretty hard. Yep. 
Um, but it's, it does make it exciting and it will be, like I saw the heat draw for how they're going to run the finals, which is pretty cool the other day. And I thought that, that looked good. So yeah, I think, um, it'll be a change and who knows it's, they can do it this year and then maybe it won't work and they'll switch back to the old format. Can I ask you one other question, Dan? What do you think about Pipe being the first comp on the tour? Yeah, as I don't opposed know. to the last one. Oh, it's just just such a tradition, isn't it? You know, to finish at Pipe and to have it at Trestles is I don't know. I, I I'd prefer it as it was, to be honest. You know, like to to finish at Pipe on a good Pipe swell. You know, it's not always guaranteed, though, is it? You know, that some years you've seen the the title decide in pretty mediocre surf out at at um. Out at, out at pipe and it's you know running right handers down the beach and stuff like that so it's not guaranteed but it is you know it is the the big the big dog 80 you know, percent of the, of the time the it finishes in pretty good stuff so. it does yeah but we've been over this before haven't we we've been through these scenarios before we'd all like to see it at pipe and all the rest of it but anyway yeah so mate what else you got anything else on the wazzle t-bone or are we moving well on? If I can do a quick little shout out on the local front, Adzi. Oh, yeah? A couple of young uh, local Grommies took out um, the state champs. Uh, oh, was yeah? it last week or last weekend? Yeah. Uh, last weekend of school holidays up in Jero. Give them a bit of a shout out. The 2021 Junior State Champs under 12, young Cruzy Euros. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yep. Cruzy. Yeah, Cruzy. Under 14s, young Mav Wilson. Yep. And under 16s, Otis North. And, ah, I, good and on you. I think his brother Remy got runner up too. So I mentioned yeah, a shout out to uh, Remy as well. They so. were all from yelling up, those boys. Yeah. And I think, yeah, uh, did Willow Hardy won another state title? I think she'd already sewn one up previously. I think, she the I think she's won them in two different age groups. And Olive Hardy as well. And Olive Hardy her. won hers. I'm pretty sure Willow had won one already. Uh, before going up there and then won another age division. So and I think Ruby Berry might have got a place as well. Yeah, cool. No, it's pretty exciting. Uh, all the Groms. Actually, got some good waves for it too, by the way. Like, oh, yeah. It was yeah. Old Flatties was pumping. Old Fat it? Rocks. Yeah. Uh, putting out some nice long left-handers for him. Yeah, no, Consistent it was good. little spot. But, mate, um, we are just at a very special stage in this podcast where we've been given the limited edition silverback cheeky monkey... Uh, Russian Imperial Stout that we've uh, mentioned earlier. It's um, it only can't the only way you can buy it is in a um, is in well, it's basically just a wine bottle, seven fifty mil, I guess it is, and um, yeah, it's sealed with a with a handmade wax seal on the top. Uh, comes in at twelve uh, percent, and uh, mate, it, it I had their one last year. It's an absolute ball terror of a beer. Uh, it's what you really call a special release beer. Uh, we're stoked to we just got a little half a glass each uh, we're just sharing the one bottle um, mate yeah I'm pretty sure they age it in uh, red wine barrels that they source from the local vineyards for about six or eight months before yeah, they and they they brew it with the tears of virgins and exactly uh, yep and uh, infused heavy. with polar bear piss um, so <laughs> yeah mate uh, and or, or silverback piss I should say so it's, it's mate it's it, it's not easy to come by it's uh, it's a big oh, wine bottle with black and white stripes so if you find one in your local bottle, uh, bottle-o, uh, you should reach out and grab one um, just as a bit of a novelty. You know, it's, a, it's like a bottle of wine. You share it with a couple of mates. It's a pretty – a lot of effort has gone into the beer and, uh, yeah, it makes for a little is, special barbecue. That is easily the nicest stout I've ever tried in my life. And I'm a big stout oh, fan. Yeah. And if you oh. do go get one from your bottle shop, tell them the Barrels Air podcast sent you. And, uh, yeah, it won't help us at all, but, you know. 
you'll feel good about it, and uh, we will as well, mate. That tastes that good. It's like I'm having, Jeez. it's like I'm having steak and chips with gravy as well as a beer all at once. It's amazing. In, in, it's just thick as a, a good Italian short black. As I well. knew it. No, you're married <laughs> oh, to an no. Italian woman, so that's an authentic that. claim coming over there. It's uh, no fantastic How stuff. Good it is. Now moving uh, along, moving along. We uh, we've just had the holidays, the school holidays. Did anybody get away? Dano gets away. Every yeah, three course, weeks. I did get so, away. Of course, Dan got away because he, he's, he's the holiday man. Mm, I did go south. South? To a, somewhere that I probably can't talk about. So he's lying because I've seen photos of him in the north as well. So who yeah, knows no, where I he did went. Go, I did go south right. over the school holidays. Is it, is it a misto bank that we may have talked about previously uh, without naming it? And it's got ocean water the same as this silver Yes, it down. does. Yeah, <laughs> about as dark as this beer. Oh, and how was it? It was epic, yeah. Oh, Very good days down there. So is that cool. a spot you need to get a tinny across to? No, it's, no, not. it's no. the other one. Oh, okay. The other one that gets naturally... It's got a lot of locals that will be angry right. if we talk about it. So moving yeah, along. No, yeah, good for you, We won't carry on with that. But I did go up to Exmouth for a couple of weeks and... Yeah, I've got to say that uh, Xmouth is in one word, well, two words actually. It's fucking amazing. Well, three words. Fucking amazing. But uh, absolutely cooked is the other word because it is so packed. It's like Dunsborough. Um, actually, I think Dunsborough moved to Xmouth for two weeks. <laughs> well, it's more than Dunsborough because you got all the Margies crew there as well. Well, exactly. And, and all the Perth crew. It's like. And this year you've got all the East Coast crew as well. Oh, which yeah. is, I you felt. Know, like, I, I was thinking. So is this what it feels like for, you know, all the people that are actually touristing in Dunsborough over summer and stuff? Because I felt like one of those people. Yeah. Um, but luckily my daughter's working out there, so I had a bit of a, you know, not a complete howly sort of situation. But yeah. Mate, great, I'd like to uh, spot, but fuck, shout, so out, shout out to um, our loyal uh, host and producer, DJ Namu. Commiserations, my good friend. Oh, you poor yeah, bastard. Yeah, okay. I, I was just pestering you on the phone. You had bugger all reception. Yeah. I'm like, what's going on? Where'd you surf today? Where'd Where the waves? Today? Which oh, ones? And uh, he just was he wasn't really answering me very much. I put it down to a lack of reception, but uh, turns out it was a little bit more than that, mate. What happened? Yeah. You put oh, yeah. old Chevy Chase up there, didn't I you? Cooked National my, Lampoons. Cooked to my back. <laughs> I cooked to my back oh, on, no. on day two. Cooked his back, um, lifting up kids' suitcases or something. Well... Something, did, a, something did a full bulge disc in my uh, my L3 and uh, couldn't surf the entire time I was up there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. And uh, I've been back a week and it's still not right. But, uh, yeah, uh, you know, these things happen. But you know what? It was a good – if I could have moved a bit, I could have had some good times hanging out with the kids, but I couldn't, so I didn't. Yeah. Rough. That's rough. Yeah, yeah it happens. was a different season up there this year. I just spent a month – when I spent the month up there, like it was um, – mean good on them you know like i met some really good crew from the east coast um yeah, yeah. all from the guys from cronulla there's a good core crew of them some crew from uh i met um damo cole over there maurice cole's son oh yeah he was up there testing some new boards he had a little posse with him he is a great dude good really good bunch of guys so yeah it was different you know like i was thinking at times i was like oh usually this time of year i'd be just surfing with my mate and now i've got you know an extra 15 guys out here but you know i just had to had to had to sort of just calm down and go okay this is this is what it is this what year is. and you know could, who knows? could have bigger problems in life That's at the end it, of the day yeah. so yeah there's a spot up there um that rhymes with runes that <laughs> one day there was uh a, well 
someone said to me there was 500 people. There wasn't 500 <laughs> people. <laughs> but it was probably a good 150 out oh, that's over, over the sort this of This is school page. holidays, mind you, right? Yeah, but wow. still, I mean, come on. Did you say 150? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a lot. yeah, yeah. yeah. Cars, I've, seen, I've heard it when it's like that, that the cars parked uh, down the road and then all yeah, the way down. Yeah, like, yeah. Talking yeah. about famous surfers' sons gallivanting around the northwest, pretty sure uh, Damien Taco War, who just did a, a session up at his favourite big-ass grinding tubing left that we all know. 150 people out. Uh, mate, he reckons... Um, uh, Bo Cram, Bo Cram, Richard yeah. Cram, the Cramback cutback. Uh, apparently, he was up there, and Taco said, "Mate, it was some of the best surfing he's seen in years." This guy, Bo Cram, was doing things that were just that new generation of highly skilled surfer. And mate, to get that sort of applause from Taco, those That's that don't know Taco, he is mate. Ev- he's staunch. Yeah, he's extremely. He's staunch. not the easiest person to get any sort of uh, yeah, anything out of. Well, yeah. Anything. Let alone a compliment. A- even a word. And and he's, <laughs> he surfs at a level that is probably fair to say he's probably better than 99% of the surfing population in the world. He, he'd so be 1% of the... He's in yeah, the one. He's a one yeah, percenter. Yeah. 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 So. yeah, Bo Cram's been down south for a little while. I think he's a chippy. Okay. And um, he was down in the southwest for a few months. So, um, uh, Driftwood Photography, um, what's his name? Uh, he'd been shooting a few photos of me out at the box. Oh, yeah, I saw a couple of them. And he'd been tearing on these twin fins. He's ah, a, he's a full 20 advocate. Yeah, so yeah, cool. um, check out some clips of him if you have a. He's, um, he's the full Tyron Martin guy, you know, like. Ooh, well, mate, don't get the, me started. Yeah, on that, but that's coming up. So don't get me started. But, uh, yeah, tears <laughs> on the mid length. And uh, yeah. Nice Speaking one, of offspring, mate, see Bronte dropped another clip, oh, getting pitted off her head. One. Big, long, deep Poof. hit. Bronte McCall. That was full on. That was, I mean, probably up there with one of the best pits any female's ever got. It would be pretty you fair. Know, to it'd be up there. Pretty, it was pretty pretty one of the best pits any man's ever got. Mate. Yeah, well, any of us have ever got. But, <laughs> yeah, but no, mate, definitely. I mean, you could easily make that claim that it's in the top five pits that any chick's ever got. It was big, long, oh, deep. 100%. Yeah. Hectic. 100%. Yeah. Are we going to see... Bronte returned to competition this year. Have you guys heard anything? I haven't heard anything, yeah. but yeah, you wouldn't be surprised if she went down the same path as Julian. I mean, Julian didn't quit. It's just obviously, it's all too hard. He's yeah. got a young family. Obviously, Bronte's had a rough year with well, her family. There's so, been issues, obviously. And yeah. yeah. And it'd be pretty understandable if she just went. family as usual. But I think, look what she's got. If, if she is going to Mexico, she's going to go pretty well there. But Shit, then she's yeah. got Chopes. Yeah, it's true. All she needs to do is get a good result at totally. Chase and she's qualified. And then she can just take the rest of the year off and, you know, do yep. what she needs to do and spend some family time together with her with her family. And I, um Yeah. I did see on the gram the other day that she just bought herself a puppy. So oh, yeah. a dog. So that could be a yeah. you know yeah. fur baby. Yeah, fur baby. So don't, whether that's yeah. gonna keep and it we grounded. Are, we, mate, for those that don't know. Dan and his his missus, mate, fur babies. They're, they're major. They're major. Yeah, well, they're major dog people. Can't have so. the real children, so we just uh, <laughs> stick with the fur ones. Fur babies. Yeah, yeah nothing so, on fur yeah, Could be a bit of a grounding issue in this uh, tumultuous time. But, um, but hope, that uh, tumultuous. Know, that's the one. Fingers crossed though, we see her back on tour. You know, like yeah, great yeah, yeah. to see her oh, at Chopes sure. and, and all the best to her. It'd be so good to see like her. Like Namo well. said, if she can just scrape along for the, you know, requalification, then, yeah. you know, mate. Take some time off and go come back Chopes, next year. Go to Chopes with the dad and have some time in Tahiti and eat some fish and get a couple of barrels and she'd be, she'd be right there. 
Oh, I think she's in a qualifying position as it is anyway. Um, but yeah, huge props to Bronte. We freaking love you, mate. Um, now, before, as he's going out, a couple of things. I just want to make a couple of quick comments. Um, I can't wait, remember what they were, so go on. Excellent. Uh, I was just going to say, <laughs> I, I was going to, I had multiple Steve Irwin salutes. Oh, no, no, this, this just, I'm not going on to the Steve Irwin salutes, but just, you go back. Let me okay. go, I remember what it was. Okay. Um, so, good to see T-Bone on the uh, front page of uh, uh, Beach Grit, uh, uh, article last night. Well done, T-Bone. You're on the, uh, didn't have any barrel surf podcasts or t-shirts. Well, we need our tees. Or, or, or even a cheeky monkey in his hand. I mean, he really wasn't doing us or our sponsors any favours at all. But uh, Could have had a tourniquet and a can of pale ale cheeky monkey in the exactly. other hand. Yes. Right. So the other thing I do want to mention, it's um, quite a big milestone for the podcast. We've just hit 150,000 downloads. Wow. Jeez. Wow. As a, as Good a on podcast. you, boys. Oh, so, awesome. uh, Namu's just he went, like all day in the office. Everyone thinks he's working. He's just clicking download. No, download, my mum. My mum's retired. <laughs> my mum's retired, and she, she. Um, so congratulations, boys. Yeah, no, that's one hundred fifty thousand. Uh, wow. Drink to that, eh? Yeah, I'll have a drink to that. One hundred fifty thousand downloads in how many countries? Uh, Forty-two countries. You weren't listening earlier, mate. It's um, yeah, it's pretty surprising. <laughs> Just want to remind the other listeners oh, there, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, Considering we, uh, where we came from, it was, it was just uh, I don't, don't pretty know, much about five metres that way, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. We had, nothing's changed. The only thing is we've got <laughs> really. a couple of free beers. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> which is awesome. As um, you were talking about something. Oh, I was going to say just be, uh, before we move away from uh, you know the northwest uh, holiday season, which is obviously in full flight because it is a very wintry winter down south and. Surfing has been very limited down here, so everyone's up there, understandably. Um, I was going to save it for a Steve Irwin salute. I got um, multiple Steve Irwin salutes about legends out there yes. just having a crack. But I thought it'd probably fit in better with this one at the moment um, because, um, mate, probably at a spot that you were at just around the Coral Bay area that's um, known for having really dodgy tracks in and out. I uh, Shout out to my mate... Um, uh big fruity um who uh is a doctor um in <laughs> sorry in margaret river he's uh yeah he's he's been big around fruity. bunbury yeah big fruity mate big doctor fruity uh he's a legend he's a he's a very uh quiet man who uh just loves to have a beer and a, and a hot one and go for a surf and and play low key he's he's done a lot of time in indo he's a real advocate for work as little as you possibly fucking can and spend half a year somewhere on holidays that's got work that's got waves so anyway he's migrated up there for about a six-week stint living in a tent with his family he's a doctor but uh mate he's always got bugger all money because he uh yeah he just doesn't like to work very much basically which is <laughs> uh, which is a good theory but anyway um mate he was up there spending a couple of weeks camping in a very remote section of the northwest uh that has a long corrugated track and mate some of these cold fronts have been pretty big and uh they managed to get all the way up to this uh, said area that he was camping in and uh anyone that's familiar with the area uh, would know that once the rain and wind comes in up there it's a horrible place to be there is no trees there's no shelter the ground is all that red fine silty sand that just turns into massive mud piles <laughs> as soon as you get any rain 
to the point where you get stuck on you can't even get down the tracks they just mate it's like a clay sandy thing and you get the rain and mate it's horrible there's nothing to do there's um you got to sit in your tent and drink beer and play cards like the, the, and you got to wait it out for maybe for three days anyway it had been a couple of days of pretty horrible weather he's got you know two young kids that are bouncing off the walls his missus is probably starting to give him the shits and uh, go, what are we doing here in the middle of the desert in a tent while it's raining and muddy and there's nothing happening? Uh, you know, so he's decided I'll save the day and he, uh, he takes off in the car to head down to the local Coral Bay pub and shops for the day to have a day out in civilization. As you do. Which is, which is a stretch of the word civilization, obviously, but at least it's got a roof and some electricity. So they thought, we'll go in there for the day. So he's bumping down this track, which he claimed was the most corrugated, evil 45-minute track you've ever seen in your life, probably due to the massive amount of numbers of people driving down there at the moment. He's got, like, all the mouths and softboards and shortboards. He's left all his boards on his roof. Reckon he had about six or seven boards. And we're talking a couple nine-foot logs and, and proper big boards on there, you know. Um and uh, anyway, so he's bumping down this track in the rain. And they're like, hooray, we're out of the torrential rain. We're in the car. We're going somewhere. Mate, the corrugation's got the better of him. He's, he didn't just lose his boards. His entire roof rack system has come off the car, just landed on the track. Been there, done that. <laughs> oh, mate, with like seven boards on it all tied on. And it, he's like, mate, it's absolutely pissing down. He's just, oh, man. So luckily he had a little tool bag on him. And he's had to get out. Obviously, the two daughters and his missus are sitting in the car. Just, and he's like had to obviously untie all the boards. You can't, you can't just lift it up and put it back on. Dismantle the entire roof rack system and then rebuild the roof rack system in the torrential rain, in his undies, oh, no. uh, in the mud, just covered in mud, you know, after a couple of days of just cabin fever in the tent oh. and then repack all the boards on it and uh, make it. And then finally it took him like two hours, he reckons, because it was just struggle town and finally made it into the Coral Bay pub for a well-earned beer. So, yeah, shout out to Big Fruity, the doctor. Uh, Good hope you, Fruity. He's, he's in Exmouth now. Hopefully his travels are going a bit better than that. Mate, that's the... That's the thing with the Northwest, you know, it's not, it's not, you're not going Indo and you're drinking cheap bintangs by the pool. No. Things go wrong all the time. When you're camping up there, you know, it rains, you get leaks, you know, this wind blows shit off and breaks and your car fucks up. It's like, yeah, it's uh, it's a big mission. You know what gets me is you you finish your holiday and you go, oh, yeah, that was great. Then you got to drive 15 hours. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) 15. That's if you didn't have a family in the car. It's about... 30 with a family, isn't well, it? Well, 15 to 30. <laughs> um, all right, so... I've, I've actually got one more along the same ilk as that. If sure you, you do, it. mate. Mates, uh, shout out to old Duck Sauce. Ducky, Duck Nathan DeCasse, who Duck, has yes. made a um, yes. guest appearance, guest host on the last one with Chaddy yep. Jackson. Just uh, a quick little cameo. Yep. Uh, shout out to Ducky, hard charging litter. Uh, mate, I was out on the boat having a fish with him the other week because we're, uh, we're both messed up from injuries. Um and uh, he told me a story of a I couple of mates. I saw that too, so if you ever need a co-pilot. There you go, yep. <laughs> mate, uh, Ducky thought he'd... Uh, he told me a little story and I said, Ducky, can I, can I tell, tell the story? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure they won't mind. A uh, couple of litter mates of his... Hang on a minute. As is tall tales. Yeah, this may or may not have happened. <laughs> so same with Fruity, obviously. But uh, mate, shout out to uh, Ducky's mate, Ryan Walker who uh, I'm not sure of his age, but I got the feeling he was around 30. It wasn't like he was talking about a grom, you know. 
uh, maybe even older, uh, had somehow never made it to Nalu, which is bizarre being a, a keen litter and a, a very keen uh, bodyboard uh, surfer in general. Uh, he, he took off in his no doubt four drive, whatever it is, probably a diesel something or other, mate, with his, uh, with his mate Tozer in the front seat. So uh, they got all the way to Carnarvon, never been to Nalu before. Pretty excited, you know, it was probably swell. They would have been looking at the forecast, it was pretty pumping. They only had a week, they only had a quick trip, but mate, no family. You can easily bang a week out there with the, if you don't have kids oh, towing sure. along. You, you do the 15-hour drive, like Namu said, instead of the, yeah. the 25. Um, but mate, unfortunately, in the Carnarvon petrol station, old mate Tozer, sitting shotgun, thought, I'll fill up your car for you. Pumped it full of petrol into the oh, diesel no. bloody Ford. Oh, um, mate, that's, I'm not that's sure. That's yellow card, right? I oh, know. Look, we've all done it once, but, uh, you know, there's a difference between doing it on a work day when you're at work um, instead of doing it on your first ever trip to Nalu. Uh, it must have been on a Friday or a Saturday or whatever it was, but, mate, they got stuck in Carnarvon. Drain that engine. For an entire week. Well, because they didn't notice. Fuel, fuel. They took off. He didn't know, mate. The dry, um, oh, no. he, he took off oh, and fuck. got to about Hang the blow, start no. of the blowholes road, 15 k's <coughs> up. Boom, engine went on him. So he didn't get a chance to drain, cooked it. Oh. And, mate, they spent uh, their full week that they had allocated to getting it fixed in Carnarvon and had to turn around and drive home without no. even get laying their eyes on the lineup. So commiserations. That, uh, you know, that's along the same cloth as, uh, as your little northern escape there, Namu. But... Uh, Mate, I hope that uh, Ryan Walker and his mate Tozer, I hope they get back up there one more time this year and uh, recoup their losses. Give another crack. So, uh, what mates, car was it? Has he oh, look, I don't know. Just a full drive. Okay, diesel. it wasn't a brand new Land Cruiser. Oh, look, yeah, I'm not sure. Doesn't but either matter. It doesn't once matter. Once you, once it doesn't matter what it was. That oh, you just, just picture it, his mates like, I'll get this one, mate. I'll, yeah. I'll fill the tank up. It's all, all yeah. good. He's You're like, tired. Yeah. You've been driving for 50. Yeah. Let, let me get and this. He's like, what a good bloke. So that's a bit of a horror story. So I'm sure there's plenty of horror stories on, on Northwest expeditions and they're generally the ones we like to talk about. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I, I, I was actually quite lucky. The only issues that I had was obviously cooking my back and uh, kids um, being a little bit bored on a 15-hour trip, but that's pretty normal. You Standard issue. Yeah, did yeah, you come yeah. straight back, Namu, or did you stop overnight? Or No, nah, what we did was we on the way up, we went um, Dunsborough, Calberry, um Carnarvon had a night at Carnarvon with all, all the all the uh, workers there and the curry buffet and uh, <laughs> on our way up to Exmouth from there and then on the way back Exmouth, Monkey Mire, um, Dunsborough. So yeah, a bit of driving. Oh, it's all good. Well, all I managed good. to uh, have a little uh, accident up there. I left <laughs> left where I was left where I was staying. It was all uh, you know feeling so relaxed. Just had the month packed up and good time. Pumping surf in the morning. Left, drove out, got to the first petrol station. Like twenty minutes out of the station where we were, waiting there for a pump. Waiting for a while. There's a couple of FIFO oh, no. guys, you know, just off getting food and messing around. I was like, smashing oh. straight away. Sausages. Started the anxiety of you know being back in society was rising. <laughs> then they finally came out, moved into there. Pump wouldn't work. The fuel pump, the diesel pump. Fuck. So I was like, had to reverse. 
Reverse back, had the caravan on the back, reverse straight into a car. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. oh So, oh, yeah, mate. I'm uh, looking at a $1,000 excess oh, bill to no. fix this chick's car. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right, so uh, we're going we're gonna to go fund me page for Dan. For <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 mate, yeah, yeah. at this stage in the game, it's you almost actually want to hear from someone who didn't have something go wrong up yes. there at the moment. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's something. That's the normal yeah, for you. you know, yeah. something always happens. Especially at the moment, like I've seen photos of like, just the most isolated roadhouse somewhere on one of those highways and it's like a line of 50 cars lined up with caravans to get petrol and it's just, mate, there's carnage going down left, right and centre. Oh, one in Broome just recently, jet ski on the back, Landy just roof deep in water on Cable Beach with the jet ski still on. There's there's a lot of that going on up there at the moment. What do you got, T-Bone? No, speaking of up north trip, boys, uh, the Barrel Surf podcast trip. Oh, yeah. I remember I planted that seed, so yeah, uh, yeah. we might be recording September. in the desert. Sounds Do you know who also months? wants to record there in, about that uh, time is uh, another particular podcast who's, uh, yeah, anyway, we won't go yeah. into that right yeah. now, but yeah. Yeah, I think that one's been canned. Well, I has it? Back well, and canned and back and yeah. canned and back and up canned. In, I bought about September. five tick. Well, oh, maybe they will do it later on, but I know they were talking oh, about it. Oh, they were doing it in... Um, Trying to do an episode in, in Nalu. Yeah, yeah, I did hear the same oh, thing. Yeah. Crazy. Still on my thunder. Anyway, we'll get up there and we'll uh, have a couple of waves, hopefully. And um, hey, completely lost my train of thought. So we could probably do an advert now, but no, no, we won't no, do we're that. Already done. We're done no, yeah, yeah, I'm joking. So Ooh, content wise, I know that Adzi's got a couple of things to say, but we're going to keep it just to the <laughs> one. No, no, we are. <laughs> no, no way. Can't do it. Impossible. All right. Tyron does one. You do one. There's there's three that need to be that have to be talked about. There's well, we so know many we know there. Lost Atlantic. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's obviously yeah, the big one for one. you. Yeah. Um, mate, I got two. Uh, All right. Okay. Well, what are yours, T Bone? And then we can see if you start, and then we're going to break. We're going to break Dan's fight for the content. Well, I'll be pretty. Uh, I'll be pretty short, but uh, all that. Go on, T Bone. All that Kira footage over oh, the last. Yeah couple of weeks that was sick unbelievable yeah for cool. a, for a natural footer seeing kira just peel like um, like kira kira <laughs> but standout performers josh kerr oh yeah on his album surfboards yeah you see, hey, you see what uh, he does on those guys things as well twins album surfboards those album surfboards look good they sell, they sell them at the boards for you I think so, yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah, a couple there. Board store. Get shout out, out to Toddy, uh, Lockie, uh, Sammy and uh, Dunno. But yep. Shagger, uh, one of the um, old f- um, old school film cinematographers over on the Gold Coast. Mr. Shaggy. If you get on his uh, on his website or his blog, he's got so much good Kira footage, but never gets old, has he? No, it never gets old, good Kira. And it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like a big cyclone froth event it was sort of from all yeah, reports it was, it was sort of just perfect. yeah there was just a lot of trade swell and it just was one of those days where it was just better than it was supposed to be one thing that i saw with that was um you know dj dimity oh, 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 yeah, she, she got kegged off her head yeah so Super she's, impressed. she's uh yeah she's she uh right a tube she can ride a tube all right and don't worry about decks. that we, uh, we might try to reach out to Dimity and get her on board and see if she wants to have a chat with Barrel Surf Podcast because it seems like a pretty interesting cat to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah for sure. Good o- got solid a Aussie trooper, doesn't solid, she? Solid Aussie trooper. Yeah. Loves a barrel. 
Loves a good time. Rotto, it? It yeah, cool. yeah. Good commentating and um, DJing, you know. Yeah. As we I know. See where this yeah, is there yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. No, what? let's uh, D- DJ Demity Soil if, uh, you know, I can't think of what her, her DJ name is, but hey, Dan, do you know Demity Soil? No, I don't know her. Okay, I'll make contact with her and get her on board. Um, yeah, so, all right. So, t Wayne's talked about Kira and now we'll have... I mean, let's be one honest, other one. There hasn't one been any one. surf comps on, no, so hasn't. we might as well yeah. talk about surf. Yeah, of Talking course, about Kira. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You know, a lot of these guys, they, they're calling best Kira ever. Yeah. This this blows nah, my mind from being a, be. you know, having a bit of East Coast blood in me from the years ago and surfing old Kira. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, like they always thought that, you know, Kira would never come back to that full glory since they... You know, started pumping sand, but yeah, looking at that footage, that is as good as what we used to have it back. It's pretty in good, the, you know, in it's the early nineties and stuff. It looked Sick. pretty amazing. Oh yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. What do you reckon, your mate Thornton Philander would say about that T bone? Well, we might have to get him back. No, well, yeah, we might yeah. Have to get him back. Yeah. Shout out to uh, T bone's mate Thornton. He's a bit of a bloody legend. And um, what was your second edit that you'd had pinned? Well, there, T-Bone? it's I don't think it's been released, as he. But oh, gee, what have you got? Some inside S- scoop here, cutting edge. On well, uh, the shorts have come out. A hundred foot wave. Oh yeah, new six part doco series Ooh, featuring. Six-parter. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of talking in that, isn't it? Featuring Garrett McNamara. Oh, Jesus. So it's going to be a bit like the Billy Kemper, Mate. real Hollywood. That guy talks more talk. than me after five D fives. Yeah, who, Billy <laughs> Camper or Garrett McNair? Um, yeah, cool. What about you, Dano? Edits? What have you been uh, watching? It's been a, the like, new Vulcan so, clip. You oh, guys yeah. seen that? Lobotomy? Lobotomy, yeah. Oh, that was one of my Awesome. Jack yep. Robbo. Let's talk about that. Shredding. Yeah. yeah that, that was mental. That was, uh, that was great to watch. Yeah, Those guys always put it? a good clip out. Um, yeah, Psychic Migration. You know, it's the first oh. full length that they've put out since then, apparently. Yeah. And, uh, yep. you know, that was one of my favourite clips, uh, vids of, you know, of, of right. over the last decade. And so, yeah, to see that, that was uh, that was pretty mind-blowing. Mate, I... Just before we yeah. go there, I'm, I'm curious as to, uh, with the um, this lobotomy one, Dan, I, I don't know, I feel that you'd be a good surf coach. What is uh, what's the issue with Jack Robbo? Obviously, um, what, what's his coach's name? We talked to him at Margaret River that time. Oh yeah, the Volcom. It's, oh, um, what's Maddie, his Maddie Bemrose. Yeah. What? What? Why is uh, Why is Jack Robbo not getting the results? Oh, I, I think he's he said that early stage he's overthinking things maybe a yeah, little bit. Yeah, that's you know what you I'm see thinking. him Been sometimes lucky too. Yeah, yeah he has, he but has, you see him sort yeah. of. You know, he he'll, he he won't link a whole good heat up. He'll tap a couple of good waves, yep. but a lot of times you sort of see him coming off the bottom. He doesn't know if he's going to do a snap or an air, or you know, like in sometimes he sort of does half and half or whatever. But you know, but um, I don't know. I think he'll just he'll just it's early days for him, and I think you'll see him you know improve like we do with Ethan Ewing. You know, like um, yeah. a bit of time on tour and uh, just relax into the situation and. I think he'll get there, you know. Don't forget that Andy Irons dropped off too. Oh, totally. And we haven't you know? seen him in good waves yet. Yeah, you he know, hasn't we had the opportunity yet, had really. Big money, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he yeah. got unlucky because yeah. Flores just went ham. So, But he's got it, you know. He's you got look it. At, yeah. look at he's got it. section in Lobotomy, you know, yeah, like yeah. even in that, in, yeah. in the, you know, not the, you know, the pump, you know, not the pumping, pumping waves, but he's got the turns, he's got the moves. So he'll get there. Yeah. He's yeah, he's small wave out. He's there's still there's still conjecture about it. But I reckon it's no, absolutely. Sick. What's he on the ratings right now? He's 
Good question, T-Bone. You're, you're our Wazzle check, stats, man. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, the pool right, was so a, bit of a um, bit of a letdown for him, wasn't it? Did you guys talk about that yet? Like, the what? Oh, in the pool at oh. Kelly Slow's oh, Wave Pool. That was expected a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, put, I put him in my fuck team. The wave I was pool. thinking fuck yeah, he's okay. going to get tube from yeah. the top to the one end of the pool to the other. But yeah, he, uh, yeah. Mm. it was just like, this is not a tube. This is yeah, some yeah, weird fucking movement. This is not a tube. Right, so add to it. Uh, mate, that was one of mine. No, yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna, Jeez. we've no, talked no, about we, lobotomy. No, we're gonna we go on to Lost on Atlantic. It, no, 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 lobotomy edit. Noah Dean, mate, wasn't just mate, you, mate. You, you're pretty quick to skip over hundred foot wave, but it's not out yet. No, well, it is. The shorts are out. Oh, we'll tell us. Good touch on a bit. Bit on here. I already got two minutes on lobotomy, and then we want to hear about Lost Atlantic because that's what I'm. Lobotomy, mate, because it didn't have just Jack Robbo. Obviously, I was super frothing to watch it because it. Had Jack Robbo in it, um, but it had Noah Dean, had Yago Dora, which I thought, mate, is that possibly the best Brazilian surname in surfing? Mickey uh, Dora, a la Mickey Dora. Well, you know? I think we've talked about my thoughts on Yago Dora. Yeah, you love him. Oh, I love him. Pretty much, much my like, favourite surfer. Funky Comedina. I don't care where he's from. He's, it's he's like so a coming out with his name. Sick. Gabriel Kanamokahuku or something. Yeah. You know, Gabriel Curran. <laughs> exactly. He's got a so hot he, mum too. And he, yeah, he's, uh, he's pretty electric. Aussie, right? And uh, Aussie with the, the dolls. You yeah, see that? that was he sick, a, man. The GoPro that footage so good. in the tube he's holding a little like, Barbie doll and his yeah, banana. Bananas and, his, and carrots and Barbie dolls in the GoPro footage in the pit. Yeah, okay, carry on with this. This is good. 30 right? minutes <laughs> long. Good, solid 30 minutes. It's like, mate, it was like getting a free DVD yeah. back in the day. It was sick. Um, yeah. There's so many edits these days, and they're all of high quality, but they're pretty short, so it's good to see a full 30-minuter. Um, mate, Aussie at some uh, highlight, Aussie ride at some very high-speed tropical left tubes. That was a highlight. Mm. Managed to th- – because he's got style, but then he's got that sort of reckless – Little skitsiness. Pu- yeah, skitsy, punk yeah, rock punk shit, rock, which so is – But yeah. then he'll throw a Cheetah 5 in, and, mate, that was sick. He was – Do you reckon Aussie's stylish? Yes, oh, I, I do. Is. I reckon he's got a – I don't Sometimes, think he's. Yeah, it's, I know what you're saying. He's like that Chipper Wilson, better than wide no, footed, no. sort of. Yeah, he's always wide. looking for a big yeah. air. Skitsy. He's not that wide footed. Ewing style. No, no, mate, have you, watched, you haven't watched Lobotomy, have you? He had, some style. It, yeah. he had some style in there, man. Oh, At that left, it was um, just really sick style, sick tunes and turns and. Uh, just a lot of high energy. He's a high energy surfer. That's what I like about him. He's just you got to remember, he's, you know? he's what is he? He's in his forties. Yeah, oh, mate, forties. He'd be almost fifty. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not joking. Like he's he's best mates with Taco, and they're the same age, I think. And best mates. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. Well, another story there. But get um, Taco to get him on. I know. What's mate? Taco came out to West Oz very first time ever with Aussie. Actually, don't get. Stayed, we've left. got too many people trying to get on this show. We, so. <laughs> so he, the only time I saw Aussie out here was uh, surfing car parks one day, which was mind-blowing. And uh, and then I saw him on stage with Goons and Doom, sporting Sick. beautiful girls back in like the early 2000s sometimes. Yeah, I was like, nice. I didn't even know who they were. I walked in, there's this like crazy band playing at Settlers and I'm like, who are these guys? You know, sick. like, and I was like, far out, that's Aussie right. Classic. Yeah, and that was sick. It was so good. <laughs> Vaughn Blakey up there and yeah, yeah. yeah shout Wait. out to those boys. It was awesome. Yeah, shout out Vaughn Blakey. So, mate, and, uh, um, and well, guys. back to Lobotomy, Robbo, Jack Robinson, mate, epic session at some like uh, break wall or something, Northern New South Wales style, big turns. 
big tub. That's Ballin Northwell, isn't it? Well, oh, there's a few, Jim, man. Jim, you know, that. there's a Luca, there's Balliner, there's there's a few up there that are all fairly similar in style. Is that fair to say, Dano? Fair to say, yeah. yeah. But, uh, um, so it could be any one of them. So wedgy. Um, mm, that's yeah, so that was good. Some crazy turns. Him and Noah Deed doing some mega yeah. heavy-footed wedge turns um, and some big airs. Uh, Robbo had some big tubes as well, mate. Great section, Robbo. It was sick. Then um, a section in uh, Mexico of that Ballaram stack, dude. Big, clean, brown water tubes. That was sick. It was mm. a real good section. He is a great surfer. He's a great surfer. I think he's from like New York or something. New York weird. City, mate. Um, and, mate. And then just to mix it up, they had a longboard section. I can't remember the guy's, the guy's name, but just super fancy yeah. footwork. Mate, I love big tubes and I love longboarding well, so i just want to put it out there in case anyone is wondering we are an inclusive podcast it seems we, that way we enjoy bodyboarding we enjoy longboarding and we enjoy surfing yep if you're riding a a, a stand-up paddleboard maybe not so much you can go and fuck yourself mate so yeah went from the longboard section that was bloody awesome i'm sorry i forgot the guy's name um I sort of got sick of that uh, little weird uh, mime dude that kept they kept cutting away to this weird dude. The dancer. Cutting his, the dancer. Yeah, yeah. That was a bit, yeah, but whatever, you know. That's, uh, that's, then there was like art, that, that real it's quick art. section of uh, Robbo with a couple of box and a couple of big ones at the right, which mm. was pretty cool. Uh, it was only a couple, but it was but it was pretty good. It was, mate, good music, good surfing, mixed it up, good bunch of crew and 30 minutes long. I thought it was pretty fucking good. Eight and a half out of ten. Boom. Yep. That's a good score. I think that might be the highest score that you've provided in yep. the last 12 months because... Oh, uh, no. Nah, well, Wilcox and, and Jay Davies got nine ones, I think. Since yeah. Chippos and um, Jay Davies. The only, the only yep. thing I could put, put uh, as a negative point of that is a bit of shaky camera work, which oh, I'm there? sure you'd... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you might, yeah. Uh, you know... While we're on the West Australian boys, I'd like to remind everyone to get back on board Jerome Forrest's edit, which was uh, released last year. That was so good. That was a good one what, as well. What was his edit called? Oh, shit, I can't remember. But um, yeah. Jerome Forrest, absolute Jezza. legend. Amazing yeah. Yeah. Get it on came, board. It came out just after Wilcox's one. Yeah, it was... Uh, absolute soul to the earth, one of the nicest blokes you'll ever meet. And a fucking Yeah, it was a good one. But, um, mate, then uh, the other one... Russell Bjerke, the old Berserky. Berserky Bjerke. He he just pulled out another five minute, only a, only a quickie, but considering that he generally only puts waves at a fifteen foot plus in there, you can understand why he doesn't have thirty minutes of footage. He's not putting himself out in three foot onshore wedges, tearing the bag. But mate, I any time that guy posts, I'm I'm watching it straight away. He's, I love uh, Russell Bjerke. He's yep. my favourite. Big wave Australian surfer. Yeah, right now uh, I think he's out. You Do know, you know he should hook up with. He should hook up with Taco. Those two could just. They'd love some, it. Yeah. Well, look, they could. Yeah. I think obviously Bjork is the the younger, fitter version of Tax, but I'm sure there's some uh, some shaman like meditation qualities that I'm just Taco trying to give, can. I'm just trying to give Tax some love so he yeah. come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've had him lined up for ages. He's a tough one. We'll yeah. get him one day. He won't come on. Yeah, but um, mate, yeah, yeah the Bjerke. first wave of Russell Bjork at Shippies, um, just a crazy paddling over the step, um, just so sick. The imagery was spot on. Yeah, amazing. Um, I, I noticed in some of the lead up imaging, he, he was walking it like. Seems it's not like he's going in with a twenty foot boat and all the rest of it. Like looks like he's just mm. doing a little mission with him and his filmer, and they're going down and they're they're getting there in the dark and they're obviously doing the two hour walk or whatever. Um, and he only had one board under his arm, and I'm like, 
surely he's not walking all that way well. with one board to a wave like that. So I thought that might have been staged uh, just to look a bit better. But uh, mate, if he because he'd be walking in with three, a man like that, yeah, wouldn't he? Surely, so. which maybe would be the, pretty gnarly walking in with three. Maybe the cameraman had the other one. Maybe, maybe that was going on. But um, mate, just big beautiful paddle paddle battles at um. Big, beautiful paddle barrel, sorry, at Shippies. Um, he's just got it so wired and so dialed in. And, um, mate, it's the big paddles, they're just so much more exciting. Mental. It can be half the size of a 25-foot toe-in, but when you see someone paddle into like a 12-footer that morphs into a 15-foot-plus Shippies tube and they paddle it, it's... It just looks different, and it's so much better to watch. It's amazing. Um, he just he's just had some crazy. Oh, that was good. Just uh, sent a bit of beer onto our recorder. Hopefully, you can still hear us out there. But uh, yeah, mates, um, mate, yeah, just those paddling waves at Shippies are just so amazing to watch. I, mate, that's I just one scary wave. I, I I walked in there once with one board. Yep. And I didn't even the board didn't touch the water. No, nah, fair enough. Yeah. Had my camera with me as well. <laughs> yeah, so I right. just sat there. It looked like it was a proper good eight to ten foot day. And, yeah. Uh, but this this just being there was amazing. I mean, like, that place is just and, and you're a very competent average Joe surfer, like average most Joe. of us out there that are probably listening, but still Mate, if it's eight-foot bells, I mean, you wouldn't oh, even – you'd be out there. You wouldn't even batter an eyelid. You'd go out without a centre fin if you left one in the car yeah. park or whatever. But eight to ten-foot shippies is different. And then, mate, these waves he's paddling into, they're 15-foot plus. They're big, big shippies, just borderline and he's dropping in. They're amazing, man. And then he's got that um, bommy down near Ulladulla yeah. that he's just like pig-dogging vertical, dropping under the lip into 15 to 18-foot – nasty versions of pipeline looking left-hander um he just gets this one it's really really big it's like extra big it was like one of those ones that's probably the wave of the day and uh that was just mind-blowing um it was really really short at five minutes but he's really setting the bar at at paddling into slabs and he's by far my favorite big wave aussie surfer so Go Russell Bjerke, uh, only five minutes, but eight out of ten because it was fucking mental. Check it out for sure. Totally agree. Epic. And then, uh, mates, moving on. As I said, I've been we've been watching lots of clips. There's a lot coming out, but now we're getting down to the one that I've been frothing to talk about. So um, just before you go there, Ads, you get yeah. to see that you spent longer talking about the edit than the ad actually was. No, that's standard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought that was normal, wasn't it? <laughs> Four-minute edit, yeah. as is review, 17 minutes. <laughs> yeah, but uh, mates, Lost Atlantic, Torren Martin, part two. Nah, Jesus fucking oh, Christ. What amazing. what a clip. Yeah. It's just amazing. Uh, You'd like Torren Martin, wouldn't you be a twinner? Yeah, mate, who, I'm more of a Rasta guy myself, but I do mind. Ooh, do like you're a twinner though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mate, who, who, how can you not like... Torrin Martin and what he's been doing in these films. It's yeah, just amazing. Insane. Absolutely amazing. Just makes me want to, mate, quit everything right and travel. and right Well, anything. And just, mate, just makes me want to quit my job or whatever and just somehow chase swells around the world. Year. What are you talking about? I know, mate. It's it's just, in, just the authenticity of the travel style. The way he does it is fucking so amazing. He's um, surfing too. Like the way that he... 
um, slows himself down, like on those bottom turns. Yeah, like it's, it's incredible. Like he's on this board that's obviously just got so much speed. Very, and he just drops himself ro- almost down like he's in drop knee bottom yeah. turning. What's and he ride down? Is he a long twinner or is he a... He's sh- on the... Yeah, he'd, he'd be riding mid, like mid-length. Like mid-length seven twins. Nose, seven something. Yeah, they look longish, don't they? Insane. I think you've got to be on the mic when you're talking, mate. It's um, so much fun. Not in the kitchen. That footage over in, um, yeah, on the Lost Atlantic, like I think he was riding in those, in that section in Morocco, like he was riding a mid-length in those, in those layers. It was, yeah, it was incredible surfing. Um, Such a good watch. Mate, it is so good to watch. And, and it's just got everything, um, you know, when he was, when they're trying to, they, they, mate, I mean, they were up in Northern Europe and they were supposed to do this big long trip down through Europe. Next minute, swell coming to Morocco. They're just like, okay, we'll skip the next seven oh. countries. And, they, and, they, and then there was so much swell and wind and stuff that, you know, they almost, they couldn't make the car ferry for, for the Gibraltar Strait. And um, they had to ring and go so, do some runaround thing at some, you know, rumor of a ferry that will bloody, you know, get their car over and i just thought oh it was just cool seeing that it's like a realistic trip it wasn't just like pros getting red carpet it was like mate these guys are they they might not make it they're chasing it they're chasing they're 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 going through crazy countries they might not make it so that was cool to see that realistic stuff um also the background when he was talking (coughs) excuse me you're right um about how he tried to go to morocco 10 years before but uh had a knee injury and wasn't able to make it so um that that was also added to that uh, realistic side of things. Um, then also, someone mates, get in the COVID vaccine. I've got the COVID. Sorry, <laughs> <coughs> um, mate. Yeah, so it was just good to see. You know, you want a little bit of background. You don't want too much. You know, you want sick hardcore surfing footage. But just to see it was authentic. It was really cool. And then, mate, when he gets there, and they rock up, and it's just fucking cooking, mm. like next level cooking, like. You know, the he, stuff that surf video dreams are made of. And you know how they'd be feeling. Like, we've all done those missions where you haven't hardly slept a wink and you've driven fucking for miles, hours, and you rock up and it's pumping and you're just sleep-deprived and but you're frothing to get out there. Like, yeah. And then surf all day. Like They would have been so rooted oh, after so, that yeah. drive. Wouldn't have mattered, though. When he, laid, works, no. when he laid his eyes on that, oh. on that line-up, it wouldn't have mattered if he slept for four days. He would have been jumping out of his skin. And, mate, the music was sick. It was like some Moroccan yeah. doof music that had, like, elements of Carlos Santana and some 70s epic surf film that was just built for peeling. Do you know who the music was by? Who? No, I'm asking you. Oh, no, I have no yeah, idea. Well, yeah. Most some of the Moroccan music's by, um, well, I don't know, that section there, like, there was that local music, but a lot of it, there's a band, I think they're called Headland. Oh, yeah. And they're a northern New South Wales Van, yeah, right. Um, yeah, and they they do a lot of the recording just for those for his movies. So oh. they they pre-record. You can find it on Spotify. There's, it's oh, good yeah, to cool. listen to actually when you're pumping up for a little twin fin sesh down bumping down the yeah. track. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. sorry, Dan. What's the band called? Headland. Headland. Check but not out for on that Spotify. one. That, that 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 section is blatantly it's Headland. Authentic, <laughs> mate. That was authentic Moroccan doof slash Carlos Santana surf music. That was like. So well paired with the surfing, it was amazing. I just, mate, I, I just watch it over and over. It's so good. Yeah, no, and, nice one, mate. And there was just lots of really sick ones that he made with like four barrels. But then there's really sick ones that he pulled in, and the filmer just keeps filming for like, mate, with like 10, 15 seconds. This yeah. perfect tube, and you're waiting for him to pop out, and he just doesn't quite pop out. And I sort of like that because you didn't know whether 
you know, it wasn't just like, oh, we're not going to put that in because, you know, it's not a keeper or whatever. But um, it was just good to see. It yeah, gave you a real interesting, feel. Interesting uh, way to do it, isn't it? Because yeah. you expect them to come out, but they don't. And, oh, yeah, well. it just gives, them, it yeah. gives you a real feel of the session, you know. Um, yeah, beautiful. And the way the guy filmed it uh, was really good with some foreground distractions every now and then. I mean, he had four barrels, so he sort of almost didn't care if you missed half of one of those barrels because it was some Moroccans like smashing a hash pipe in front of him or something. It was pretty cool. Um, mate, the, the first, last wave of the first section was, was just mental. It was freighting six to eight foot tubes, man. And like I'm talking freight training, just amazing stuff. You can really feel the speed watching him fly down the lines, man. And um, yeah, it was just, just an unbelievable section. Just really blew my mind and just gave me, gave me chicken skin, man, to be honest. It was that good. Was those... Um one of those waves you were surfing there, was that the same break that Billy Kemper yeah, came Yeah, it is. Safi. Yeah. It's a big gnarly um, city. It looks the same It's way. not a surf uh, city at all. It's a real gnarly Arab city that's just got this amazing wave right near a big harbour. That was um, the other thing, watching that, just knowing the consequences of that wave yeah. and how he was surfing through After that section. Exactly. Like he was taken off way up the point. Oh, he was. And yeah. just staying And then you get some multiple jaws winner just got nearly killed out there. Yeah. So as much as it was pumping and it's the way mate because the waves in it are the absolute pinnacle of the average man's surfing existence like the average man doesn't want to nail a perfect tube at jaws you know like but the average surfer he wants to get four tubes on a six footer at full speed perfectly clean doing high lines and bottom turns in between like it really that's what i felt as like man that's like us that's what i'm a in as, uh, aspiring to my whole life is what that guy was doing yeah. he wasn't doing like airs and tail and tail wafts and stuff he was doing the surfing that i would think that on my very best day maybe i could do and yeah that's what i really loved about it, it was insane yeah. um he met some young goofy foot alleged from wa bumped in him on the road and yeah. had a little session with him so that was cool i can't remember what his uh name was but good on you some west aussie guy getting amongst yeah, it good T-bone. On you, west aussie hey, so you guy. got yourself a twin fin mid length I, I do you i do, do. lockie mccall tried fin, mate. lockie mccall and toddy taylor tried to get me on a one before i did me knee and um i think i need to I think because the way that that guy was riding these boards it's it's what I'm trying to do on my single fin. It's a very single fin style of surfing, except it's probably just a little bit faster. Dan, Dan exactly. will tell you, as soon as you take off on those twins, your speed just goes zoom. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, eh? I'm your single fin's a little bit more drag, Yeah, but the twins just go... We, like, they're slower. They're slower. The singlies, singles. Yeah. 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 Well, the singlies yeah. are just as fast when you're going... Yeah, but the yeah. thing when you wash that initial takeoff though on the twins on yeah. those long oh, twins, yeah. that's right. I'd and when you when you wash the speed off a single fin, say if you're washing one off for a tube, you've got to jump up the front afterwards because it's it's harder yeah. to get the speed back, which is probably the same thing as what Namu's saying about the initial speed, like the single fin initial speed. You need to get really down yeah, the bottom, up yeah. the top once, high line, and then you're away. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, mate, but the style that he's riding looks super oh, singly, yeah. and I'm, I'm down with that. No, I'd like to see you on a 20, has he? Okay, For well, sure. uh, yeah, let's get the knee strong. I'm, feedback, I'm, mate. If Tyron Martin surfing those, but if he can do that, then I want to. I want to do that for sure. Mate, you can oh, do that. Go. You know, you can. Mate, like and then one other thing I really liked else. about Lost Atlantic, I liked a lot about Lost Atlantic. But uh, living in his van, mate, I'm a Leatherman sort of a guy. I'm a tradie. I love a Leatherman on me belt. I 
on the weekends I'll be reaching for it and it's not there. I'm I'm, I'm devoed. Sometimes what? I'll just wear it on a weekend because they're so handy, mate. I lo- I'm a Leatherman guy. Once you're a Leatherman guy, Leatherman guys out there, they'll know what just, I'm talking just about. Just the one blade. Uh, nah, two blades, mate, serrated and I one sharp, and then your pliers yeah. and wire cutters, mate. You're yeah. not the Swiss Army knife with the corkscrew. And the Swiss the... Army knife's not as practical yeah, as yeah, the yeah. Leatherman. Leatherman's yeah, more yeah. robust; it has more options. But yeah. anyway, let's yeah. get into that. But uh, mate, he was in the back of the van and uh, he was trimming his beard with the Leatherman, oh. and I was just like, oh, what a core cool lord, mate! Oh, Bit fucking core cool lord, oh, mate! Man crush going on here. Major man crush going on here. No one's got a bigger man crush than on Torren as Andrew Muzzer Murray. Oh, I know. Muzzer. Shout out to Muzza. He would like to sleep with that man, I think. <laughs> you know who else has got a man crush <laughs> on him? T-Bones. Like T-Bones. 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 are going to do a double team on Tora Mate, not as him. Dr. Fruity. Big Dr. Fruity. Man crush on Tora Martin as well. I'll tell you who's got a man crush on... Of Mazza, is T Bone over here. <laughs> what? They've hey, teamed up two years in a row. And two years back to back. Oh, at the Twin Fin Tango. Two years in a row, and they've made a few heats. And yeah. uh, mate, right, so, so I'll try and round this one out. But right, uh, round it up. mate, the dude is just a guru. He's uh, he's got uh, doing these sick cheetah fives in some sort of uh, some other break. He went off and scored some other point break. There's like no one there. Two to three put. Foot perfection, just sand bottom drainers, mate. The guy just had the trip of a lifetime. Um, and then he goes back, then it cuts back to another uh, main section of, of Safi again. And, mate, uh, that last wave in the video where he gets four tubes with speed high lines, sole arches, the grab rail fade squat things that he does and cutbacks, mate, honestly, it's truly... One of the greatest waves I've ever seen surfed in my whole life. I I can throw that call out there, mate. You know the wave. That mm. that wave is absolutely amazing. It's just so beautifully surfed. It's a la Tom Curran's first wave at J-Bay, except he gets way more barreled. Um, mate, it's just really is w- one of the greatest waves I've ever seen surfed. And wow. if, it's a thing of beauty. Wow. It's insane. Okay, Lost Atlantic, square out of 10. Yeah. You? No, mate. it'd have to be... Fifteen out of ten, mate. Well, it's hands down ten out of ten. Yeah, I was yeah it say, really yeah, is uh, a yeah. perfect score. Yeah. Um, you know the way that he is doing it, low budget, hanging out. You know, he's he spent a night in some fishos. How hut, long is know? it, mate? How long is it? Can't remember, but it was long it's enough. It's like thirty hard. minutes. So it's, yeah. a, it's a DVD. Yeah. It's a DVD, um, mate. You got the no bullshit style of Aussie voiceover by Torrin himself. Um, yeah. Mate, it's just like, you know, Leyland Brothers or something, but way more exciting. And it's just, <laughs> mate, it really, honestly, is the pinnacle of surfing for me. The pinnacle for me is not Jaws. It's not the biggest aerial Medina's ever done. It's what this guy's doing. And I mm. honestly think that the majority of surfers out there, if they could pick, have one day where they said, I want to surf like that for one day, it would be what that guy did at that wave in Safi. Um, <clears throat> mate, Aussie Cruiser. Travel frothing surf doco right. doesn't get any better. Lost out Atlantic. of ten. Lost out. ten out Part of ten. Two. If you haven't out. watched it, you, you're kidding yourself. If you only watch one movie, you you gotta go it's got to be that. You got to watch it. I'm it's saying it's, yeah. I, I, I agree. Can, right. oh, can I have a drink now? <laughs> can I have a drink, mate. <laughs> so um, just just on that needs essentials. If um you are looking for a couple of uh you know core lords from the southwest to represent your products, I'm sure that we could help you out with a little bit of a promotion as well. Um. Yeah. Sweet. Seriously, I've got one of your wetsuits. They're pretty <laughs> sick. Um. 
Yes, he probably don't need to do anything. He already already got our support. No, maybe that's in the um, Okay. Not to mention their other guy, Laurie Town, is just a fucking biggest legend ever. They've only yeah. got two riders, but geez, they picked a couple of good ones, didn't he's they? He's on the road at the moment. He's is um, he? yeah, with his family in a caravan. I think he's on his way to WA. Is he yeah, really? He's, he may have Mate, just crossed the border. We've got to get that kid in. I love that guy's work. Yeah. Are you mates with Laurie? No, no. Do you know him? He's got connections him, though, no. don't you, Dan? I've, I've surfed with him, like at Angari and stuff, but does don't fan, know him. Does he like a beer in a shed? Oh, he'd love a beer in a all shed, right, I'm sure. Let's, let's get him on. Get him I'm up. sure we can. Um, all right, so we do have to move on with things because it is Sunday night and, uh, yeah, my kids are going, give me some dinner. Um, all right, so, geez, what a show. We've had an absolute belter tonight. Dan Wire joining us in the... In the Browser Podcast Studio, thank you so much, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. We've still got a bit to go through. Six but foot and offshore in the sh- shed, is it, Dan? It's been always, pumping in here. Always, The always. beers have been flowing very nicely. No, seriously, so say. stoked to have you on, mate. Um, now we have the uh, Clive Palmer Cup. Now we all know what the Clive Palmer Cup is, the biggest dick or whatever in or in surfing or otherwise and who has got the first nomination i, I believe guess guess first now guess first all right yeah no Damn i've, I've written one of, of uh finney's hispersia group who? or consortium this is the people <laughs> who are trying to do the big uh, development down the smith's beach oh so yeah big uh big uh, no-no to those guys for what they're trying to do i mean Give us a quick breakdown on what they're actually trying to achieve there, Dan. Well, well we've actually got an interview. Well, we do, but let's just have up. Dan speak we, about yeah, it. Okay. I did so an interview with the with the lead. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, Pro- protesting. Protester. Yeah. Well, not protester, but the guy trying to stop this crazy bullshit insanity yeah. from happening. We, he's, just, he's not stopping. He's just keeping a check on it. I think that's what we need to do with development down here, like especially. I mean. Development is hard to stop, you know, like, yeah. and that thing's been on the cards for, you know, since I met you at Smith's Beach years yeah, ago. We were working right. at the cafe down we're, there. We're working in the cafe, that's right? On that I was point, doing dishes, we? mate, and yeah, you, were, yeah. you were doing the waiter <laughs> and dish pig, and I was, uh, I was a good looking waiter. That's right. <laughs> that's debatable. But, uh, yeah, no, but, um, yeah, it, it, just to keep them under control because what they're trying to do at the moment is, is stop access out to the point, which is, you know, out to the point and then out to the end of the point, which is where the, you know, beautiful rock pools and stuff like that. Though, you know, if we can just at least save that for ourselves and then try and control the development so it doesn't get out of hand would be the way forward, I think. Um, so, yeah, that's my Clive Palmer yep. nomination for sure. Those guys, Finney Group. For yep. sure. Edzy, yep. what about yep. you, mate? No, my Clive Palmer's the same. Um, I think it's pretty close to all surface hearts, the environment, especially when it's literally on the headland of uh, one of your favourite local beaches, which has got lots of waves. Um, and, yeah, look, w- uh, w- we did do an interview with David Mitchell, who's head of the Smith Beach Action Group. Um, it's about a 20-minute interview that we will be pumping out somewhere along the lines, maybe even along with this one, I'm not sure. Yeah, but, I think um, we'll probably put out this one. Yep. Um, so I won't go into it too much, but... Um, at the end of the day, it's private land. We know we're not going to stop it, but it'd just be nice to make sure that they don't get greedy and cut corners and develop more than they should and hopefully do all the right things by the environment and more, most importantly still leave us access to that um, coastline there without blocking it off and, and hopefully plant the trees and stuff in other areas that they're supposed to do as part of their development criteria and, yeah, generally just... Don't go overboard because, yeah, as um, 
as David Mitchell will present in this uh, interview, that it's trying to get fast-tracked because of the COVID bonus pack to stimulate economies or some bullshit. But it basically, it just means they're going to develop more than they should be developing. So, yep, that's my Clive Palmer. Make it a development. It's your land, but just fucking do it with the community in mind, the local community. Yeah, one thing that I, uh, what I actually want to add there is that, you know, obviously there's a development there already. Um, it's not like the, the land is, is not already being sort of... Virgin. Yeah, exactly. But don't take access away from the local community to go and visit like the point and everything else. Don't deny us access. We, we, we've all been here forever. We occasionally surf the point and the rock pools up there are pristine and everything else. Just just think about it. Don't don't be greedy. And uh, yeah, that's all I can say. T-Bone, what have you got? I have, mate. Uh, the COVID processes. I think some of these people shouldn't be so effing selfish. Uh, I think if if you believe in something, I'm, I'm all for protesting. Um, it's pretty unique this particular protest because you're you, you're possibly spreading a virus to people who maybe have uh, you know a bit more vulnerable um, to you know catching the virus and dying. So I find some of these protests that just selfish. Not thinking of the greater good, Namu. Um, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's selfish is exactly I right. Just, I think we all want to get back to some normality, and it just yeah. gives me the shits. All these uninformed, misinformed people that go around and you know just create a bit of chaos, and uh, but it's not helping at all. So that's my Clive Palmer. Yep, got ya. But I don't want people to think that I'm not against protests and not standing up what you believe in. But you got it. Free speech is important, it's of just, course. Yeah, it's. But if you're basing your opinion on Facebook or whatever else, and not a doctor's opinion, fucking get a hold of yourself. Yeah. Anyway, yep, gotcha, hundred percent. Um, look, I've got one, and it came from being up north. Um, when I was in in the Exmouth area. We spent a bit of time going from sort of Yardie Homestead over to uh, Exmouth and a lot of friends of mine in previous years have stayed at the Lighthouse uh, Caravan Park. Oh, this is the same shit, isn't it? Different person. shut it up. And do you know why it's been shut it up? It's because Ziggy... Ziggy. Twiggy. Uh, Twiggy. Ziggy. Twiggy, Twiggy Forest has uh, shut it up because he wants to develop it into a resort. Oh. But at the moment, nothing's happening there. This whole winter has gone by and there's, you know, scores of, of sites that could have been used. Yeah. And they're just sitting there empty oh. while all these West Australians and, and otherwise could be holidaying in, the, in oh. this venue. Yep. Um, apparently he wants to divide, divert the road behind it and whatever else, but who knows what if that's going to yeah, happen. Mate, the blocking off that road is shit house. Mm. There's actually a couple no. of if that happens or not, whatever, whatever. The point is, there's this in just it's a fucking bad look for him in this time when we can't go overseas and everything else, and everyone wants to go up north. This massive campground that was. Always the most popular area to camp in Exmouth is, is closed because they had a couple of hundred families there. 
You've got you've got all the money in the world, and all the money in the goddamn world, and you're denying West Australian oh, families from holidaying in this area. God, it's yeah. fucking bullshit, Palmer, isn't it? Oh, fucking bullshit. Yeah, Him and Palmer are just bloody. So Twiggy each Forest, other off, aren't I know you do a lot of good stuff for the community and charities with your Minaroo Foundation and all the rest of it, but that's that's not one of them. Fucking poor, no, mate. Okay. Fucking Ooh, poor. There's a lot of good Clive Palmers this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. All right, Most so uh, <laughs> our, fa- our favourite part of the show is the uh, Steve Irwin salute. The Steve Irwin salute. Shout out to any absolute legends out there that Steve Irwin himself would have just given his customary double thumbs up to. Uh, mate, I'll go first. I got a, I, uh, I got a, I got a couple, but uh, I've got. Oh, let's just bang out a quick one. Shout out to Simon Norts Norton. An absolute. Mate, he gets one every week. Yeah, well, he's just a legend. He's, he's, a, he's a legend. He's uh, mate. He's like a. He's a local plumber. Yeah, he's an ex boxer. You are uh, allowed to give it to someone who's not a local plumber. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a frother in general. He's like a cartoon character come to life in the best possible way. He's uh, he's just a. He's always got something. There's always something going on with Norts. But um, he's mate, a great guy. He is a legend, and he's he's got a young son about twelve years old. He's frothing on fishing and. Uh, and surfing as well, you know, they do a bit of both. But anyway, he went for a fish the other day. He loves fishing. Went out into the bay, did a dawny out there because uh, it's been stormy and then apparently the pink snapper were going to be on. So he did a dawny. He got out there. Um, one thing you should know about Norts, he's, he's mate, extra paranoid about sharks, you know. Um, he's been a surfer his whole life, but he probably doesn't surf as much as he should because he's uh, he doesn't like the sharks. But uh, anyway... He's out there, and they've they've got a couple of big bites real early. Uh, snapped off the hook, like, th- and he knows a big bite, like he catches big fish, you know. So he's out there. So they've they've been a bit unlucky in the first half an hour. It's like sun's just coming up. It's they're doing a dawny out there, and uh, mate. So they've 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 lost a couple of uh, jigs and rigs, and then bang, Norts just gets this huge bite. I don't know what's going on. It's pretty fair to say Norts. I mean, it was a Saturday morning. Pretty fair to say he was dusty. I'd say he's probably dusty most Saturday mornings, uh, <laughs> being old noughts, he, but he's always out there early regardless and feels this big bite, something huge has hit him. He's, he's anchored up, he's got this huge burly trail going at sunrise, you know, chumming blood and guts up in the water. And, uh, mate, one reason or another, he, he, he lost control of his rod and right. it goes flying overboard. And, and it go and he, he just sees it and he just doesn't think anything about it, just dives into the burly trail fully clothed oh, on a freezing me. cold <laughs> winter's morning, Jeez. grabs the rod, feels the fish still on there. So while he's in the water, opens up the, the bird cage or whatever you call it yeah, to let some the drag, let some line out. So he's got that open, swims it back to the boat, like a few metres back to the boat, passes it up to his son, who grabs it and then snaps the cage back on, yeah. climbs into the boat, grabs a rod and ends up pulling in a um, 900 millimetre pink snapper wow. and landed it. And he's got a photo, dripping wet, 7.30 wow. in the morning. Wow. Um, no so, way. yeah, I thought that was a That's, mate, that's got Steve Irwin written oh. all over it, doesn't it? Oh, and then uh, he had to proceed to ring his missus and say, Get down the boat ramp with a change of clothes, drove in, got some more clothes, <laughs> and then went back out and went fishing for the rest of the day. So that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. So shout massive. out to Norts. Well yep. done, Norts. What about you, T Bone? Well, um, I've got two as well, Adzi. Uh, I'll probably give give the first one. Um, you would have seen on the Channel Seven News, GWN News, yelling up board riders was, was on the news. Were they? Did you see that? What? I didn't. No. Yeah. So. 
remember a few months back, uh, a, um, a father, a surfer, um, died on the beach at windmills during the Out Board Riders contest. Yep. In, indeed. Tragic, tragic um, circumstance. So the, the, the good people at Yelling Up Board Riders had some uh, great initiative and, uh, and, and forgive me if, if I forget any names, but Matty Scorer, Matt Wisey, Rodney Rogers, um, Sean Scanlon and, and, and you know, probably the you know, Yelling Up Board Riders, um, other members, they got together with the Bustleson Shire and St. John's, I believe. So they got some defibs and some shark uh, attack kits put in to five remote beaches in oh, the southwest. I did hear about that. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. So, what beaches are they on? Uh, Windmills, Bears, Injun Up, I think. Yeah, can't think where the other two are. Surely, Rabbits, maybe. Surely, Yells and. Well, there's already sorry, sorry, at Yells. Oh yeah, yeah. From and that was just a bustled and shy thing. So no Margie's waves. Yeah, so there was a bit of, um, uh, I guess, sponsorship and um, it sounds like the Yelling Up, well, it was the Yelling Up board riders that sort of pulled it all together. So hats off to them. Yeah, cool. I think it was a great, great thing. Just in case, you know, like whether a defib would have saved that guy, but just to have it in those remote locations, yeah. you know, that type of equipment could save someone's life. So Could do. You never well know done to uh, all those folk at the Yelling Up board riders. Yeah, cool. Just while you're on that, um, a lot of people are not sure about how to use a defib. So what you actually need to do is grab the defib, turn it on, and then you get the instructions from that. Okay? Oh, so it comes yeah, ele- it electronically on the screen or something? Well, well sorry, sorry, I should say if you first call triple zero, they'll give you the code for the defib to open it up. And then you get the instructions from that. Because I, I was thinking... How uh, do the instructions come through? On a talks, little screen? It or talks to you. Yeah, it talks to you. Talker. Yeah, talks to you. Little okay. audio thing. Yeah, so oh, that's cool. Dan, do you that. have a... Uh, Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin sleep, mate. I've got, got a Steve Irwin. It's someone I didn't get to know enough. But uh, I don't know if you guys never met Heinze. Ah, uh, good call. Um, legend of a bloke. Just shaped his own boards. Charged. A lot of good surf down here. Unfortunately, passed away just a couple of weeks ago, about a month ago. Up, up north, north. Yep. up north in those same areas we we're just talking about. Exactly. Uh, still a little bit sketchy as to how it happened, but um, yeah, just a big shout out to him and his family and friends, and yep. big love to them. And yeah, I didn't know him, but I, I know a lot of people know him and said he was a legend of a bloke, just a bearded, single fin, madman, mad yep. dog, caller. Oh, mate, it's amazing he? you guys didn't really cross paths more often. Yeah, eh? well, we probably did. <laughs> Kind of the same bloody mould, for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, he seemed like a good dude. So, yeah, big uh, yeah, big love to them and the family. And, yeah, sad things that happened. And yep. Yeah, cool. Yeah, all the best to those guys. Namu, yeah. who's your Steve Irwin? Um, yeah, I yeah, I mean, there's been so much good stuff happening lately. But I, I actually wanted to give this to um, a young man who is um, going out with my daughter. Actually, oh, well, that's wow. um, that's impressive. You wouldn't have thought Sunny that. Sunny Bear Farmer for sure. <laughs> you wouldn't have thought that. But uh, young young Kai Selby, he's a Murray River local. He's oh. uh, he does quite well in the uh, Murray boards board riders. He's a he's a plumber. Oh, uh, mate, just finished must his, be a good young kid. Just finished there. his apprenticeship. He's um, yeah, salt of the earth. He's living up there in Exmouth with my daughter, and he's uh, 
yeah, he's, he's you know he's had a couple of uh, issues with a couple of mates of his who've um, dropped off the perch um, yep. for various reasons in the last year or two, and he you know he's sort of done it tough. He's a bit rough for a young fella. He shouldn't have he mates re- dropping really off the perch is. when he's young. He's um, he really is a fantastic young man, and I'd like to uh, give a big shout out to to Kai. I'm uh, extremely proud of you, mate, and uh, look forward to catching up with you soon. Wow, cool. I thought you were about to say I'd like to welcome Kyder into the family now. Yeah, yeah. That's some well. big news to break. Jeez. No, hey. mate. No, he's just a good kid. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, good on you. That's nice. Good on you, Kai. Mate, um, I've got one more, Steve, unless you've oh, got two. Mate, keep the positive Well, I had two as well. Yeah. you had. Well, I only had one. So, Greg Long, uh, two-time world champion, big wave rider, winner of the Yeti, uh, old friend of mine, uh, yep. luckily enough. Um, yep. Yeah, just had a little chat every now and then. I'm have a chat to him. Uh, via the internet and yeah it's seen him packing a couple of absolute perfect porto escondido 15 foot spitting drain pipes which is what he does best Uh, he's a very special human um in the surfing world and in general he is coming on barrel surf podcast sometime in the future um he said he's happy to to come on and have a chat which will be cool he's got some crazy stories obviously yeah um, look forward to that due to my uh friends being rusty and greg long looking after me in mexico when i was over there they they made it all happen for me and i got up there and i just fell in love with the place and i was like hey you guys can have porto escondido and your 15 foot closeouts so <laughs> yeah. i'll take that five foot 500 meter four barrel wave up the oh, coast thanks oh, that's, <laughs> just, that's much better that's so much better but mate i thought that um i was just thinking about that place and i thought oh man there's a funny little story of when I scored it better than I've ever had it. And look, this may or may not have happened, right? But I was up there and uh, sleeping on this island. It's actually an island um, by mangrove swamps. It's like a 40-minute boat ride through mangrove swamps. Is this swamps a Steve Irwin for Greg Long? Steve Irwin for Greg Long. Oh, okay. I told you it was going to go on a tangent. That's why you should have oh, gone just, first. Well, I was just trying <laughs> to see. I did warn you. Yeah, I tried to I warn you. We were talking about Greg Long. Here. Yeah, we were. Well, he he was t- telling me that this bank is back on oh, okay. after yeah. the hurricane. This is where okay. it led to it. So gotcha, gotcha. I warned you, mate. But uh, mate, this may right. or may not have happened, right? But when I was there for like I was there for a month, and it was the best waves I'd ever had in my whole life. It was the pinnacle of my surfing career. Uh, it was 500 meters long. It was consistent. It was th- sort of three to eight foot every day for about three weeks um lots of four to five foot days where it's like four barrels of wave and really draining what's the name of the spot oh cut it out (laughs) see if i'm saying that but um mate uh it's a no it's a long way to get mate people who know will know you know like the mangrove thing gives it away a bit it's not um, where the comp is next month no 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 no. you don't have to get a boat to that joint you drive up on the beach No, but um, anyway, an amazing place. And it was uncrowded, mate. Really uncrowded. Bumped into a couple of core lords from Denmark down there. Kieran, can't remember his last name. And um, a couple of guys, mate, we're posted up and we were just scoring. And, mate, the waves, 500 metres long, you know, four to six foot, perfect tube, super consistent. And the crowds, mate, there was like six to ten guys out at, at a wave that long you know <clears throat> that you never see him you never hardly see him you know mm. and um anyway there was this one afternoon and it was fucking pumping but the next day looked like it was going to be even better and the next day the forecast looked like it was going to be like six foot and firing the winds were looking good and we'd already had good waves and there was this dutchman there 
who are uh, by the name of Mikey, and there was a couple of younger Aussie guys and a couple of travellers, and and mate, these guys were frothing like they were frothing for the waves, but they were frothing for a good time as well. Like they were good ten years younger than me, and uh, mates, they're like, mate, Adzi. We're going to have a party tonight, blah, blah, blah. Mate, I'm in this isolated mangrove swamp island for no other reason to get the best waves of my life. These guys are claiming they're going to have a piss up and party at one of their hammocks because that's pretty much all that there was. <laughs> I mean, it was there's no pubs or anything. They're just going to create their own party. And they're like, mate, you know, Central Mexico, Central America, um, they're like, man, we've got some Colombian marching powder in solid amounts coming up tonight. We've, we've requested some, you, you should come over and party. And I'm just like, mate, I was calling him the Flying Dutchman. And I'm like, listen, Flying Dutchman, as much as that sounds great, and I'm sure the quality's a lot better than what's on offer in Australia, it's going to be six foot tubing offshore for 500 metres tomorrow. There's no way I'm coming to your little fucking shindig at your hammock and <laughs> getting on it to all night long, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, they're 25 and I was probably like 35 or something at the time. So, and I'm like... And he's like, nah, mate, we'll be right, we'll be right, we'll, we'll still be up in the morning and that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, no. I know myself. Of course I will be. Yeah. No I'm, sleep. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I'm just like, there's no way I'm going down to these guys' hut. So I, I went back to my hut and had my one beer and my, my fish and whatever, uh, um, eggs huevo or whatever I had. And sure enough, mate, I'm out there the next morning and it's literally the best waves of your life. Wow. Like, unbelievable, right? But um, anyway, before that happened, that afternoon, I'm having my beer, staying away from the other end of the beach where the party revelers are going, all, all like eight of them or whatever's down there. And uh, I hear this, um, they've got this PA system. Because it's this really isolated mangrove area that you can't get to uh, for, apart from boat, they've got these little mini villages all the way back to the mainland. Um, and the way these little villages communicate is by this, literally this big PA system. So they've got this big speaker system and they will call out, oh, we need some more eggs or whatever it is and that goes to that village and they call it in and it bounces all the way back down because there was no mobile phone reception at the time. Maybe it's changed now. But, mate, um, I hear this repetitive call going out at about 3.30 and I'm, uh, I'm asking one of the guys, this American guy who was living there, who was, yeah, he was, we won't go down that path. He was a, he was a character. He surfed like once a week and was just really absorbing the vibe of being <laughs> away from society. But uh, anyway, mates, um, I asked him, I'm like, Billy, mate, what's this message that they're just banging on in Spanish over and over? Like every 10 minutes, they're repeating this, uh, this message that's bouncing from our speakerphone because we're the furthest out to the next village and you could hear that village faintly and obviously it's bouncing all the way back to port. And he goes, oh, that's, um, that's a local guy asking about the Colombian marching powder delivery and um, when's it getting here? Why is it so late? And they just that's why they kept putting on repeat. It hadn't turned up yet. So they're just calling it out over this speakerphone, no bouncing from village to village like, does anyone know? And then the message would come back. Sounds yeah, more yeah, like a Clive Palmer to no. me. <laughs> Mate, oh, what's going and, on there? And then the message would come back and get back. Oh, yeah, 30 minutes, I'm on my way. Like this echoing through the mangroves of, of the big delivery. and Like um, the big fires on the... Uh, <laughs> New yeah, Zealand yeah. mountaintops here. Yeah, on Game of Thrones. Lord of the yeah, Rings except it's like, yep, the, the, the marching powder's on its way and it'd come no through. Way. And, mate, so they got it. They partied on all night. I didn't have anything to do with him. And what do you know? 
The lineup was empty in the Score. morning and Pumping. the best waves you've wow. ever seen in your life. They Score. dwaddled out at like lunchtime and they were just cross-eyed. I'm like, oh, you guys yeah. are idiots. So just in case you're wondering, <laughs> that was a uh, Steve Irwin salute for Greg Long. Yeah. How did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's great. Anyway. All right. All right. So we got we to wrap this up. Yep. T-Bone, you had a quick no, one? No, mate. No, no. We've, we've got enough. You had a cooked dinner, mate. Let's call it a night. Well, no. We're not, we're not going to talk about cooking dinner because people that listen don't want to hear about that. But... What I would do want to say is, Dan Wyatt, thank you so much for coming on board, mate. It's Thanks been for an having me, lads. Pleasure. Uh, that was going to be my next uh, Steve Irwin. It's just to you guys for putting out some quality podcasts. Ooh. Don't know if anyone's done that yet. Nice. I'm not no. sucking dick or anything, but you know, you guys are doing a great job. And you sure know how to uh, get yourself a couple of free beers, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> Cheeky monkey. That's yeah. how you do it, eh? Yeah, that's uh, how I do it. <laughs> no, 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 but uh, it's all serious. Yeah, you guys are doing a great job and yeah, it, oh, it does good for me. Uh, my new job at the moment, I'm not uh, surf forecasting, I'm mowing lawns and doing gardening. I stick the headphones on and gets me through, uh, you know, a good few hours, especially with ads on here, can uh, rant on for a while. So no, he's, he's going to keep you going for a couple of hours, <laughs> isn't he, Adzi? Yeah, well, we no, do have... Ser- seriously, thanks, Dan, for coming on. Appreciate the kind words. And, uh, you know, look forward to seeing you at the next surfing event or next next yeah. session or whatever. And, um, yeah, cheers, mate. So we've had T-Bone. We've had Adzi. My name is Namu. You've been listening to Barrel Surf Podcast. Adzi. Oh, mate, I was just going to say, I know there's a lot of people out there talking about waffling on Dano uh, for extended periods of time. Uh, We did start the Cats and Kilo podcast with a little snippet, but... Oh, yes, it's coming. Yep, the part two. Don't know if it's part two and part three, but if it's just one more part, it'll be a very long part. Um, Look, I'm not going to apologise because I'm not sorry. We had a good time. Things may get messier. Just uh, It's like a bit of a forewarning on yep, the uh it's coming uh, yeah a little warning on the start of that one but if you need multiple hours of surf dribble beer infused it's coming your way soon cats part two, cats and kilo part two will be I'll coming tell you soon what, we 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 are just about on the verge of the second coming of the cats he's uh yeah he hopefully he can get back on board with some sponsorship and stuff because people are absolutely digging his story. Um, so we want to let you know that you should uh, give us a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever else. Uh, you know, if you got some feedback, good or bad, hit us up on uh, Instagram. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. If we, if we listening. like a review and we bump into you in a car park, we'll probably sling you a couple of beers. We'll definitely give you some I've beers. I've been doing no that. No problem at all. And um, yeah, thanks for listening to Browse Podcast and we'll catch you next time. Yee- Thank you.